Hello. Welcome to Fangin' Around. This is episode 36, (laughs) recording this on the 21st of the 1st, 2013. I'm James, and I'm joined to my left... By Campbell. But... To his left... Oh, my my left. No, you say that. Feminists, get ready. (laughs) (laughs) To be Uh, taken back 20 20 years. years. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, to Campbell's left, we have... Natalie Williams. Chockstain. Natalie oh. Chockstain Williams. Uh, just to I don't know if you want to put out your last name. because Natalie Williams, because it's really hard to actually search for me in okay. Facebook because there's a million of us out there. Okay. But uh, yeah, I've just spilt chocolate But you know, they're, they're releasing oh, a new you. Facebook search where you can go anyone called Natalie who likes whatever something you mention on this podcast. And if you've liked on Facebook, Facebook's, you know... Oh, I don't like anything that Campbell likes. We've got issues. <laughs> I'll, I'll hand it over to... My, to, to my Julie. left. Hi, I'm Julie. That's, that's, <laughs> so that's, Julie. that's it. Just Julie. Now, did you tweet us earlier? No. Oh, I did. I told my one friend on Twitter that I'm on a podcast tonight. Uh, or did I tell Julie you Julie has um, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to give out your Twitter name so you get some followers? Because I noticed we're the second people to follow you. Julie is a girl. That's okay. You don't need to on follow Twitter. me. On Twitter. Have you ever got fanging around as a second I account? follow people. I don't... Have oh well, I'm going to so follow, like follow you. We need now. to give us a friend. Do you want to give out your yeah. name? No, because then I'll have to tweet things. There'll be pressure. There will be. Oh, I can't do it. Once no. you get that's the whole point of it. It's a public. Well, it's the your only fans people I've come. ever tweeted on Twitter were my ex housemate and Stephen Merchant, who Stephen never responded. <gasps> Fuck so, Stephen. Merchant. I I t- have Twitter and I've done one post ever, but I I sent a message to Courtney Stodden and she never got back to me. <sighs> Nigella never responded to me either. Well, what did you any, say any to of the Courtney what? 30 times? Like. I just oh, I said something along the lines of, I love you, Courtney. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Don't <laughs> listen to the hate. She probably just went, yeah, cool, I will. And you know what? She <laughs> may not have replied, but she obviously heard me because she's Action keeping on doing. Actions speak louder than words, Nat. So, yeah, that's right. I'm on my ch- second uh, chock buller. Buller crunch, sorry. You know we have to eat them fast because they're melting. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, you know what? I'm a little bit uh, against them now. Oh... Demon Nat Will ducks. had a bit of an accident on her <laughs> demon duck dress. Um, it's Isn't it of, like you just chuck a bit of red wine and just rub it in? <laughs> That'll kind of help. Um, so, yeah, so we've got two new voices. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Uh, we've obviously been listening to the listener mail, which has been... They've been baying <laughs> for uh, more ladies. After this, well, they were no we'll, longer. No longer we've baying. actually possibly got... Um, some oh not really but I, I I don't think our last podcast went down too well. Why Campbell, Campbell came out came out and, and uh, said that he hates zombie apocalypses. Uh, and what um, is, I saw that yeah. one of our five fans liked zombie apocalypses <laughs> and he wrote in. We had a question of the week on the end of the world show. What if you could choose an apocalypse to live through or not live through as it may be? What would it be? And he says he would definitely have a zombie apocalypse. So, so this, okay. So the viewers said they would t- choose a zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. and because when I saw that, I thought you were talking about maybe a game or a TV show, mm-hmm. but you're talking about an actual apocalypse. No, I think it was the question of the week. And I was just what? looking at some of the people who follow us on on Twitter, mm-hmm. and banging around, fans? and they all seem to be have a like for zombies in their profile. So I was worried that we we're alienating him. Well, look, let's do a show of hands. Uh, which is great radio. Um, <laughs> who's into zombies? I'm not. 
Jules, you're a massive zombie fan. I'd, I'd watch them, but I don't know if I could have my own personal preference for my apocalypse if I would actually want zombies there for my experience. To watch would mm-hmm. be great, but to experience. So if you had a selection of apocalypses, zombies wouldn't be one of them. But if you had to if choose I, within a zombie kind of genre of apocalypse, well, yeah, yeah. You know, do you want well, to slow zombies? Or do you want well, to- yeah, if it could be like I have... I think it would have to be... Far, slow zombies. If I have an impenetrable fortress that is watching over the local mall, which has a glass ceiling, I would choose a zombie apocalypse because the entertainment would be second to none because apparently that's where they all go. So I'm not against them, but I mean, I just think personally it doesn't seem like a very pleasant experience if you're not, if you're not no. a zombie. Well, I, think, I think we found a bit of a loophole when we had our apocalypse discussion, and I think um, one of us chose the rapture. Oh, because then there's an ally. Campbell chooses the rapture. Yeah, the, the intelligent person among us, and you know the rapture. Because then, well, we know that there's something else, and uh, we get to go on. There's something to look forward to. But what if yeah. you're left behind? Like yeah, that kind of suck. But at least you kind of know what the score is. That God regarding. Hates you. <laughs> well, 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 you know, regarding. I was going to say that that's answers. it. <laughs> some answers at least. And I think well, there was another one: alien invasion. Someone liked oh, because I then, wouldn't no, mind. That would terrify me. Well, do, I just can't see any alien invasion being friendly. Because would we be friendly if we invaded another mm. place? It would purely be so yeah, that we could pillage. Before you die, you know what's on the other side. What? Mm. This before that's the idea. The idea I think we discussed was that at least there was a know, revelation. There's a revelation that oh, we're not alone in the universe. We're so zombies, then you, and then you get eaten or a tsunami. Yeah. What do you I just find think, out from a tsunami? what about that water that we trampled on when we went to Mars or whatever it is well, they found? Well, a nuclear tank they're, they're probably with pretty peeved with us. Mm, I know, angry. Now, this might segue nicely into something we kind of overheard <laughs> today. Well, sorry, that listener mail um, oh. about zombies loving it was from Cosa, our long fan, Cosa. Thanks. Hey, uh, and I don't didn't mean to rain on your zombie parade. Yeah. I mean, I think, you, I think you admitted that you saw the Brad Pitt trailer and you were like, I was almost back into zombies for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, it got me Which a little Brad excited for World War Z. Where was he? Yeah. What? And oh, oh, yeah. I'm just Brad Pitt's all those shitty Chanel adverts for me at the oh, moment. He's, he's great. Oh, my powerful. God. Oh, there you go. Oh, my God, no. It's powerful. No. It's he looks purpose. like a zombie in that. He speaks like one. Yeah, he speaks he's like a zombie. He's struggling for words. <laughs> it's like he's just. He's just a character a actor. <laughs> Powerful of our Big time. If you lived here, you'd be home by now. <laughs> Brain. It's wonderful. It's almost like a Dadaist uh, poem, you know? They just kind of pull oh. things out of a hat. Now, are we going to do what have you been consuming? Yes, well, we should explain this. To do we have any more guys. listener mail? I find it hard to believe that that was it. Um, <laughs> One out of five. Well, we got some. I, I, we, we got, got some, we, but we got it was some shit. tweets. <laughs> I like I feel tweets. bad bringing them out because it's kind of like, hey, I love your show, and that's a bit. It's a bit. Um, if there, if share the love. If there's a question, yeah. No, there is no question. Oh. Well, how about just some? Maybe just accolades. say their name. Yeah, I don't. I feel bad. No, they um, wouldn't feel bad. They feel pretty famous. Um, Mentality Brook said, "Everyone follow these guys who do an epic podcast, which is cool. So follow now." Wow, that's quite a. Once again, let's see what the listener um, feedback is next week. I've, I've been on here for five <laughs> minutes, but I feel that I am included epic. in this yeah, yeah, epic. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Know, amazingness. We wouldn't have brought you on if you're, you know, you're welcome, we, we people. <laughs> Your followers are just going <laughs> to drop by the minute. No, no. <laughs> Get rid of that, Natalie. Um, Rye underscore Lou uh, says, "Dig in the podcast, gents. Non-stop listening since subscribing on Thursday. 
too soon to rank Fangin' Around in my top three favourites? Nah. <laughs> wow. That's the best bit of fan. I'm going to favourite that tweet. Live said, on the show. He specified gents once again. I know. I was going to say, well, as a woman, week, I know be, if our subscribers go down. <laughs> as a woman, I feel. But we're a feminist. We're a feminist podcast. Tweet. That's our yeah, main. Yeah, I noticed that you have feminist a feminist corner. corner. Can yeah, you please see that I'm doing air quotes here? Yeah, <laughs> we're just the little tokens in the corner. Look, a room only has four corners. All right, <laughs> to have one whole corner dedicated to women's issues is pretty massive. We mm-hmm. don't even have a men's corner. I don't even know if my mic's being cut. I mean, for all I know, I could be silent. We've just got a you so are the oppressive men of fanging around. Um, speaking of feminism corner, we said we we're going to have a female physicist on the show. Uh, we've been having a campaign. <laughs> and here I am, people. And here I am with my eyes. Yeah, we just want to apologise. Because this is one mail we did get. Um, um, we, we were trying to get Jacinda DeHales on the podcast. Um, Fred was like, you oh, were yeah. You to get Jacinta to host. Yeah. So let's and then, clarify. And then Jacinta approached Fred at at their work location and was like, oh, what's this about a podcast? You know, and... and Fred and I have never followed through. I've got feedback since then. From whom? Uh, from Jacinta herself. Oh. Um, emailed to us saying uh, uh, she is very interested to oh. be involved, uh, but Fred was very vague. He's a very vague man. Yes, yeah, so... Um, but she's in a situation where now we've, we missed our loophole. She is doing her thesis and she's like, Harry, she's in lockdown doing oh, her well. writing up her thing. That's all right. But she's keen, she says. But now we've got four artists. I know. <laughs> it was originally supposed to be two artists, two Versus scientists. Versus two scientists. But now it's four But are you guys I, kind of like anthropologists? I have, have we, I have a science degree. How do you know these people, Campbell? You, you should introduce, give them context. I'm, how do I'm you? the idiot of this side of the table because I have a writing degree. So I've, got a, I've got a degree in drawing. <laughs> Dude, chicken scratches. Give the, this as context. How, Campbell, did you know these two lovely how ladies? did I know them? Yeah, how did you know them? How did I know them? Um, through work. What kind of work? Well, f- from museuming work. We right. work for one of the, the nation's leading, uh, leading cultural institutions. Do you have high general knowledge of museum content? Of our museum, I yeah, could I'd tell you so. about all the K to three and four to seven educational experiences that we offer, Sweet. and the curriculum links. Do Do you know where the whole concept of dinosaurs originated? What? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think that um, I think my area, which looks at uh, educating primary school children, could most definitely answer that question. <laughs> no. Um, Where, what? I, the, the I feel like somebody theory. tripped over a Yeah, yeah, over like were Egyptians dicking up fossils and go, yeah, we know about dinosaurs. Or is this oh, a recent okay. thing? Oh, okay. I when see did people mean. go, oh, whoa, there was these huge lizards? Relatively recently, yeah. as in the last 300 years? Uh, I'd, yeah, I'd confirm that. There was one dude who's like the grandfather of, di- of uh, paleontology, and mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I can see him in the kids' books, and he's got a top hat. And he's got a beard. <laughs> of course he does. And it's a black and white picture. But that's all I know. And he found them and he was like, this is a big lizard, everybody. But it was like near, around near World War Two or something like it. No, oh, yeah. before, before that. that. Yeah. Cons- well, I, more than 100 years ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, considering okay. they were doing like, you know, in the 20s, Egyptian... Like um, like digs were, the, yeah. were all the rage. They were all about digging Egyptians up and they found dinosaurs while digging. I, w- I would say if they're digging for stuff like that, they would definitely find. 
What? Look, I watch a lot of Agatha Christie, so I know. How many dinosaur fossils did she come across? Well, I'm just saying, like, if, if they were looking for she stuff like that. She probably pieced it together. Yeah. She probably figured it out. Oh, yeah. Agatha Christie. Oh, my if God. could. You have handwritten show notes. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, I can't write my own. I can't write my own. I can't read my own writing. So it's not going to be much um, use of things. Um, There's lots of. Um, Julie yes, has printed exclamation out. Mark, no exclamation mark. To These guys it. have come prepared. I this is can't amazing. believe it. I felt like I was These preparing guys, for a tutorial. These guys. I know Fred was like, oh, I, I might Skype in tonight. I'm just like, I don't think so, Fred. Um, wow. Why? Are we going to cut him? Oh, you mean you don't know if he's going to pull through with I mean, being vague to Jacinta Del Hayes and then, uh, you know, oh, just being like blown 10. away in one ep- in 20 minutes, they've done more research for the podcast than, <laughs> than he's ever he's done. Ever. Yeah. Um, uh, so, are we going to do what have we been consuming? Or did you want to do that? Oh, or I gonna- see you've kept the, the, the avatar for your Twitter page. No, Twitter just wouldn't oh, let me change okay. it. Okay. I'm going to get in trouble about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the end of the list amount. Yes, yeah, so our next section is consuming, and basically you get to take turns talking about what you've put in your, your ears, your nose, your mouth. Your eyes. <laughs> what have you been consuming? Your touch sensories. <laughs> Maybe you two would like to first give us an idea. Yeah, so Campbell, what have you what have you been consuming? Okay, so this week I watched, um, and Jules is going to be sick of this story because I watched Life of Pi in the cinema. Has anyone seen that or read the book? I've no. seen the advertisement. Isn't I think Fred is a huge Life of Pi fan. Isn't He's he? a huge Pi fan, but I don't know not the, the no the book, the Life of really? Pi book. Yeah, I think so. Really? Well, we we you know. might be on the show later to confirm or deny this rumor. Um, and, you know, kind of 80% of the movie was really good and then 20% totally blew it. How it, so? Just the ending kind of just didn't work. It did, did you watch it in 3D? I did watch it in 3D. I, it, apparently it, you have to see it. It was 3D. good. I, I liked that it was... Uh, I liked it in 3D and I liked that it wasn't this kind of huge uh, blockbuster sort of action adventure film. It was to a degree, but it was... It's um, a spectacle from what yeah, I gather. Yeah, and Ang Lee's using that sort of that technology and the 3D and all the CGI the and he's using it to tell a different type of story than Spider-Man or Lord of the Rings or something like that. So, And with the 3D as well, it was sort of quite restrained. You don't... Yeah. N- there's a few shots where something comes right at you and you kind of go... But the rest is all right. But it's the end that just... That if you haven't seen it... chestnut of Bruce Willis being dead all the time. Just pretty much. Didn't appreciate it. Pretty much. It didn't pull it off quite as well as Sixth Sense did. And, <laughs> or Fight Club. Or no. even one of our personal favourites, Don Juan. So you're just Demar- spoiling us. Oh. Should you be giving a spoiler bumper? Spoiler bumper. Bump oh, that was me. That was Nat. Yeah. She hasn't even seen it. Sorry, guys. Bruce oh, Willis I thought you were, you were good. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> no, well, it's got it's got that I sort of you'd... a dialogue. It's got that sort of a, an All event right. in it. Yeah. Um, is that where, like, the tiger is people? <gasps> the tiger is people? <laughs> the tiger is actually <laughs> a little bar of tiger balm. Tiger balm, I know. <laughs> it's just been a mental ah! fight. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it didn't quite pull it off as well as those other previously mentioned films did. Do you remember Don Juan de Marco? Oh, yeah. It's one of my favourites. Yeah. it's what it's, <laughs> I looked at Jules because I was talking about I've it today. I've heard all about it. And it's about. one of my favourites as well. Imagine Don Juan de Marco on a boat. That's pretty much what you got. Cool. I know. <laughs> so, he's it's just like, trying to convince the tiger that he's, he's some cool dude. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But it's not uh, as cool as Don Juan. Is the tiger a great lover? 
That was a horsey laugh. Sorry. That, that was that was I don't know. Don't You've read the book. Well, they didn't go <laughs> oh. into that in the film. Speaking of horse, horsey laugh. There's a horse name banging around. Good segue. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure segue. I googled when we started the podcast really? to find a name whether I could find anything that's ever used that term as a name before. Obviously, people are like yeah, I'm banging around the paddock. Um, I just actually Googled what fanging means because I didn't know and I realised I, I was, was about to sign myself over to something. No, I had the same I had the same thing fanging around. I didn't I thought it was vampires. Where did you guys grow up? Uh, here? Armadale. Yeah. Armadale. You should know. Armadale. Yeah. yeah. How so did you not go fanging around got, in Armadale? Oh, the, no, 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 no. We've got the term darty down there. Darty. Oh, oh you've appropriated oh, darty. Yeah. Oh, what a I can't even use other words with it because Darty has to go in line with no, like, real swear words, like the ones, you know. You can swear on our podcast, yeah. Oh, it's fucking Darty, bro. (laughs) Like, that's that's how you say Darty. So, and and seeing this, it's just, it's quite innocent looking. It's like, what does it say? That's a fangin' mullet. That's what it mm. says under Urban mm. Dictionary. It is kind of armadale but, I mean, it's more of a, that's a it's fucking PG-13. sick Darty yeah. mullet yeah. when you're in Ladale. Ladale. <laughs> Did you oh, both I, grow up north of the river? Is, maybe it's I was of, south of the river. Yeah. You're north. I'm north. In a city north, though, kind of because I've learned land. that in this new job where I have to drive up up into north. Proper north. Proper north. And you're like, oh, it's my God. North of the wall. It's a completely different world. <laughs> Live like this. I, I can't say that I'm north, but I live. I'm basically just a city child because it just changes as soon as you go up Wanneroo oh, yeah. Road and all that. It's- oh, you're lucky. Inner city is awesome. I've only been living here a year, and it's awesome. Like, mm. don't ever go out to the suburbs again. Oh, Jules is looking a bit shunned. <gasps> okay. You are from a much nicer area than I am. Have you guys ever so? been I think to we could probably compete. Yeah. No, 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 no. Your dregs of the. Are we allowed to suburbs? reveal where you're from? From Rockingham. Okay, I dated wow. a guy from Rockingham, so I do feel I have <laughs> a little bit of experience. For of cultural international yeah. listeners, Ro- uh, Rockingham was once named officially the Bogan capital of the world. And I don't know. Really? And he, it's yeah. the hometown of Sam Worthington, the yes. guy yes. in Avatar. And he owned it, didn't he? Didn't he own the Bogan lifestyle wasn't he yeah. like yeah. I, I am a total bogan even if you go see him at a club in LA which you I know, do now sometimes. he's in a, a pair of flannels yeah. and crabby jeans he frequents the local pubs when he comes yeah. when he comes home the swinging pig do you get it guys the swinging that's pig a, that's a pun. that's our local watering hole swinging. it's a pun can you figure you pick it out? up a pig you swing it around until no. the Rocking inside's hand. swinging, swinging pig, pig. Oh, oh, that's wow. quite clever. No, it's not. It's <laughs> filthy and disgusting. Well, someone probably came up with it 50 years ago who was a plumber. And kind but of... I can say with authority, so you've been, I feel. You, haven't, you didn't grow up in Rocking, but you've been to Swing Pig. I, I have because I dated a guy who lived oh, in Rocking. Oh, sorry. You said, oh. I grew up in Armadale and I dated for about three years. So I think I've got Whoa, a good... Whoa, that's I know. serious. I've got a good, how did you get from Armadale to Rocking? Yeah, I was going to say, how many drive. do you have? Can I just point out, my boyfriend that's before the train was, right? did not have his driving license. It was a point of contention for our entire relationship. So, yeah, I had to drive there. Rockingham is pretty much Armadale with a beach, which means it's better because Armadale doesn't have a beach. And... Our uh, beaches may be strewn with bourbon <laughs> bottles and... Yeah, that means that, like, the poor ducks just cultural are But can't you go down and see the penguins? I never got to see the penguins, actually, but I've heard they're adorable. I've never... Is Penguin Island off Rockingham? Yes, it is. Oh. It's one of the but great... They've currently been consumed by black rats. Oh, right. A plague of black rats. 
That's the local bike game. They probably, <laughs> they probably came from here. This, this house is consumed by a plate of black rice. Thank you for letting us know yeah. beforehand. Yeah. But no, rocking, Rockingham's nice. Though. You see this? It's definitely nice. Though. That was left by a rat. Oh, what James, part of the rat don't is that? point to things on the table Ooh. and say that. Um, they have like a nest and just yeah. I went to I went to I went to <laughs> Penguin <laughs> Island just recently, and driving through uh, along the coast of Rockingham, I felt like I was transported back in time, like thirty years. You know, it was all weatherboard <laughs> houses, and no, do you, do you know what I mean? Though I was looking around, and even the oh, people walking, some, I was sort some of, of like the, the older so Rockingham sums are beautiful, like that. The, the I'm not saying it wasn't beautiful. Cooch lawn that yeah. that sort of is formed oh, around the house. Is it dirty? <laughs> Oh, is it? I think so. Yeah. Or yeah. the other rude slang for. Or was it Buffalo Lawn? I can't remember. Buffalo no, Buffalo's a really thick grass. Yeah. Is maybe. Cooch the one that cuts you when you sit on it? It's dangerous. Cooch. Cooch. Never had grass. Get up in your really Cooch. <laughs> Sorry, a Cooch is a slang for a woman. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Cooch. Okay. For a woman's what? Um, you know, just what? front verge. Front verge. Well, Minge. that's lawn. Isn't it? <laughs> oh, we you told it, me off for saying vajayjay earlier. We used to. Do you know you can really you can say what it is? I was at drinks last night and we used the term meat box and oh, got told off for that. No. We just thought you deserve to be told off. I know. For that. We've, no, I was with a little gaggle of lesbians, so they're always looking for different oh, ways. Then. To, yeah, they're always looking for different oh. ways to say the word disgustingly, and I and we. we Did they use box. the G A S H word? Uh, oh, oh yeah. We well, have yeah. to spell oh, that. Yeah. Is that Gosh. as rude as saying? Well, you know, because words? we do a feminist corner, there are some things we try to that's steer. The, to me, that's the term. The currently most second most offensive word in the world. Really? Yeah, second most yeah. offensive the word. C in word, the word I find very. What's I, crazy is that you know in mm. in America, like you're not allowed to say the F or the C word, but you're allowed to use the G word. And so there's all these television shows that just instead of saying the, the C word, word, they say G-A-S-H. Oh, so that... Oh, I've never seen that. I don't... See, I didn't word. think it was a thing, that gash... Oh. I thought it... <laughs> <laughs> we, we are off the air. <laughs> That's it. Pull the plug. I just see it as like a, a kind of a bogan word. Gash. Oh, it's kind of violent. Yeah, that's the thing that's about it. it. Like it, a C it, word it, has suggests. lost all violence. It's kind of just a. No, I think it's still pretty. I said it demeaning when mm. I was on holiday. I said it to a bunch of Australian girls. You can say the C word on the podcast. Well, well, oh, we can't say oh, the G word. I can actually say that. Well, yeah. okay. I, in oh, okay, now. I, I don't James see. doesn't swear. No, full stop. In so. context, uh, we were doing because we had a lot of South Africans that we were hanging out with, and we were talking about. You the had a lot of what? South Africans. A lot of. Sappers. South Africans. South Africans that we were hanging out with. And we were, we were comparing our, our white Diplomatic trash. Diplomatic immunity. From, <laughs> why? That's just a Kevin Smith joke. Oh, I should know that. Cause it's from Lethal Weapon, isn't it? Lethal okay, it's not very funny anymore. It's okay not to know. I, say, I know all about the <laughs> No one likes Kevin so Smith So I should anyway. know that. Um, but yeah, um, we were like in, imitating the white trash of each... Um, each you know, um, country, and I said at one point I was in in pretty much being an Armadale bogan. I said, "Oh yeah, get all get all up in your net, you fucking cunt dog." <laughs> <laughs> and, and can you believe they and, were offended? <laughs> well, no, it wasn't that they were offended, but the three Australian girls just went, <gasps> and then one of them oh. said, "People don't say that word in Australia," and oh, I pretty much had to wow. defend myself and say, "I'm Where saying it in a in a Sydney." Um, well, yeah, what? One, but I'm um, oh. pretty much yeah, like they, it's still a very contentious word with Aussie girls because I actually had to keep pointing out I had to keep going that was me imitating white a trash a foul Australian yeah like I'm I don't one. say it myself but when, then- when I was yeah when I was living in San Francisco I I was in um, 
in in a kitchen chatting with a whole bunch of friends that were from the states, mm. and um, I was telling them about our FC challenges where we yeah. have these eating competitions. We used to hold mm. these eating competitions where we we and sometimes it's Sizzler, but at various buffets that we'd go to, and it'd be a plate count, and we'd try to <laughs> eat as much. And we called them an FC challenge, and I started talking about it, rattling it off, and they said, "What is the FC?" And I said, "Oh, it stands for fat cunt," <laughs> and they all just kind of went. And I knew I'd cross this line. Yeah. I just had no idea, you know, because and they're all liberal arts circus yeah. folk, and you know, See, crazy arts hi- students over here hippies. say it a lot, and they, uh, they were just like, and they kind of were like, yeah, we don't really say that. Yeah, <laughs> who who's, who's doesn't say that? San- These people in San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco. Were just San like, Francisco is so liberal as well. I know. I and these were like the most liberal, political, crazy no. left-wing people. Well, and these they were just girls like, were awesome. These Aussie girls were awesome. That. But they were just so shocked when I said that. And I kept having to remind them, going, guys, I don't say it normally. But then eventually it t- ended up turning into a joke where we'd say the word too often and we we just say, oh, get your cunt over here. Hey, cunt features. <laughs> hey, cunty. But that's, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the girls that I've grown up, they say it a lot, like, and, and to the point where, like... Are these the Kill Me Girls? <gasps> you know Kill Me Girls. Uh, We've got a posse of Kill Me Girls. I know that. Is there a real Kelm Scott Armadale bad blood? No. Or, yeah, no. they have, like, the three the three Ds, and it? it's like Rolly Stone versus Kelm Scott versus Armadale, and they but, meet at the three corner of three streets but and fight it out. The the triangle of trash unite in their hatred of Gosnells. Oh, this is true, yes, Gosnells I've heard much about that. disgusting, and <laughs> I say that because I am from Armadale, and... This is brilliant. No. See, see, because, you know, you guys are all bloody <laughs> inner city, north of the river... I actually, yeah. Silver Spoon Kids. Yeah. You never get any of this goodness. See, I'm south of the river. But you're from... But I'm south of the river. Oh, yeah. That doesn't... So these guys are like, you're the biggest bug and you're from south of the river. Oh well, not God. so much you, but Fred and Harry. I have this huge comment because I'm... And I'm sort of like... I've had south... But I, I don't have that that experience, yeah. that, that great Aussie experience. I'm getting my mum to help edit one of the my scripts I've written and all the girls just use the C word. You know, uh, every single and that's for that's realistic. So I'm really like I, I made a special version of script because she, a mum's version, yeah, of script which doesn't feature that language. They just, say gash instead. <laughs> <laughs> Is your mum more okay with that word? I just yeah, <laughs> but I do. I, it's one of those weird things where amongst my generation, it's so normal that I get desensitized to it. But then yeah. More of a physio I think it's different areas as well, and like the background, like art students over here. My sister went to Whopper. They loved saying this. Oh yeah, word. all the oh. Whopper girls I know are just like, oh dear lord, f and c this, f yeah. and c that. So oh that guy's a c, this guy, this, this girl's a c. Oh don't. Yeah, I said it once when I was younger after hearing it at the train station <laughs> in my beautiful area, mm. and I just said it at home. I called my sister that because we were having just you know a, a normal sisterly tiff, and she said, "Shut up, you stupid." I have to whisper when I say it in the context of saying it to my sister. And I didn't understand what the word was and the reaction from my dad, who is the most mild-mannered, lovely Welshman ever. He never, ever, ever, ever yells. And I know everyone says that about their dad, but in my case, it's true. He's just so placid. He was horrified. He's like, never say that word again. So if you're listening (laughs) tonight to tonight's podcast... (laughs) It's quickly degenerated. It has. Um, did you guys want to roll on with consuming? Usually we yeah. get 
Derailed. Is there anything else you've been consuming? No, I just thought I'd talk about how to, I was disappointed with the ending of Life okay. of Pi. But I can't really talk about it at great length because I don't want to too spoil it. Okay. Overspoil. Nat, what have you been up to? Oh, I, so is this just anything? Yeah, you can talk about anything. Food, oh. theater, art galleries, movies, music. Um, I am really appreciating being, because I was on holiday recently, I'm really appreciating being back in Perth because the breakfasts here are very good. And so I've been consuming <laughs> a lot of breakfast. Right, well, to give context, where have you been? I was in Europe and their idea of a breakf- a buffet breakfast is a plate of ham and then a plate of cheese and then a basket of bread rolls and there's always about three bread rolls and they run out. So you literally just have cheese and ham for your breakfast. <laughs> But how much cheese? <laughs> like a 500 gram block of cheese wrapped in like a kilo of ham? Because that would be amazing. Uh, no, this is like old ham where it's like yeah. starting to green a bit. Ooh. But I'm just like, I'm actually just, re- I know it's a very boring topic, but I'm reveling in being back in Perth because I think Australia does some of the best food ever. So what do you eat for breakfast? What's your choice? I'm really annoying. Because I have a twin sister, and so we've grown up with the whole, I'll get a savoury, you get a sweet mantra. So um, one of us will get like, I don't know, like Eggs Benedict, and the other one will get the pancakes. Mm, and Benedict. Yeah, and then we'll have half and half, and then I've not been going out with her, so I've had <laughs> to commit, and it's really difficult. But I've been having, yeah, um, yeah, just everything, just anywhere that can poach an egg. Yeah, they've pretty much got my heart at the moment and my, the promise of my firstborn. Eggs Benedict is... I'm a sucker for it. Oh, it's amazing. That's mine. It's Smoked salmon spinach. See, I, if, if they have ham, I ask for bacon. I'm that girl. Yeah, all the hospitality geeks out there are judging me at the moment. I hang around with a lot of them and every time I order it, they just shake their head as they look at me like, oh, you're that person. With ham. <laughs> just not the same. It's like, I, have I not mentioned that I didn't appreciate ham being included mm. in my breakfast? When I, um, you know, Nigella, mm. you probably know of her. I know her <laughs> on Twitter. Intimately. Not in a <laughs> biblical sense. But she often posts food pictures, funnily mm-hmm. enough, and lots of breakfasts. And she'll kind of um, post, you know, oh, I had salmon on rye with, smoked salmon on rye with capers or whatever for breakfast. And you know, you know how I don't know mm. if you guys ever do eggs and salmon or whatever and salmon, smoked salmon. You'll put a bit on. Right? Oh shit! Not Nigella. No, fuck no. no. She has like at least five hundred gram, like one of those big family packs of smoked salmon. She'll put the whole goddamn thing on, and it makes me ill looking at it. Like <laughs> thinking, how can you actually eat that much smoke? Like I like smoked oh, salmon, yeah, too much but smoked how can salmon. you eat that? fucking much and the most recent one was oh i had avocado and smoked salmon for breakfast <laughs> and i was picturing you know like an half an avocado and a bit. there was an avocado yeah it was sliced and then there was just this it was it was it was a garnish for the salmon mm. oh that's why she doesn't tweet people go back. nuts to smoke salmon yeah she goes too far do you find that chefs that are really good at making really complicated food in their own time, they just have the purest things. They don't even cook meat. They wave it over the grill and just stuff it in their face. And like, no, I don't know any chefs. I find a lot of I know a lot of girls who've dated chefs, and it's like a big rip off because they're like, oh, I'm gonna go home, and my boyfriend will make me all this food. And they're just like, no, I'm gonna have a Lean Cuisine. Lean Cuisine. They, they, um, they don't even do the whole oh, you know, prepackaged food is an insult to my oh. my lifestyle. They're just like, yeah, I'm too lazy. Oh. Um, Anthony Bourdain's favourite meal in the world, number one, is just toast, and then you cook up like a bone, and then you just scoop out the bone marrow and just 
oh. spread it on the toast and just eat that, and that's his number one dish in the world. Like, this is one of the most famous from, chefs. From I what can sort imagine of he would like that. Like I don't know. Beef. I mean, I think... Any, any he can I get think, his hands yeah, on. Anything that's got good marrow, I guess, but... I think in certain restaurants who do this dish, they will just bring you out the bone and you, you can toast your own bread and stuff. But just bring out a selection of bones. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, do one would my lady like? A dog pound or something. It's stupid. Oh. Um, sorry. What, <laughs> what have, you, have consuming you been consuming? Other than Jules? marrow. Um, Arrow. Marrow. Oh, marrow. Trying to say Consuming. I don't know. I put in the, in the show notes uh, that I've been... Uh, I was quite daunted coming onto this podcast because there seemed oh. to be a lot of science in the show notes. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, I'm going to go to New Scientist. I'm going to buy a copy of New Scientist. I'm going to bone up with science. This is awesome. I'm going to know science and don't know science as a result. Well, but I did short. notice that New Scientist seemed to have a dating uh, part on their website now. They have New Scientist Connect uh, dating for intelligent people, apparently. So. Oh. I almost want to try I consumed and infiltrate. Have you signed up? I haven't signed up yet. Oh, I want to infiltrate. Did you go on the website? I did go on the website. I did a quick search for eligible bachelors now, 25 to 45 are in you Australia. The Ooh. Natalie who signed up for Grinder? Was that you? No. Yes. Oh, am I? Well, you told no, me. No, 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 no. That wasn't Grinder. Okay, pretty much. <laughs> I oh, had, here we go. I had, a, I had an ex she who, as um, pretty much him and his friend, as a joke, signed up for something like. Plenty of fish or something. They wanted to know how it worked from like a, a geek point of view, as in like how they sign people up and how their database and everything works. And so he just wrote the most depressing profile, just saying things like, you know, interests, sitting at home watching movies alone. Um, what am I looking for? Um, don't really want sex. Don't really want children. <laughs> don't really want to date. Don't really need any friends. And someone actually just. Um, sent him a message one day just going no dude why are you on here and so I, <laughs> I signed up to this site um under the name if you if you want to look me up my my username is squirrel natkin and it hasn't been used for over a year and um i just because my whole plan was like ooh, i'm gonna be so funny and i'm gonna sign on it and i'm gonna send him a message like that going dude what are you doing on here and the sign-up process was just so awful that I gave up halfway through, and I think they just saw a chick had signed up, and so they've not let me. That they have not let me stop. Like I've I've pressed unsubscribe a million times. I've I've gone onto their website and tried to get my details off of there, and so now I just have to ignore their emails every time oh. they come through because I wrote the most sarcastic things, like um, when they say like what makes you unique. I wrote I'm a twin. I'm not particularly unique. <laughs> I'm half of a whole. And things like that. And I had all these creepy guys instantly within two minutes of thinking. What, go twin, hey? Yeah, going, hey, I'm a twin too. Maybe we could make a double act and things like that. And, like, <laughs> I've not even, like, I remember reading the sign-up thing and it said, are you sure you want to exit out of this window? You haven't properly signed up, so you won't have an account. So if anyone from He's that company, better, yeah. so it's not Grinder, but oh. do you know what? I signed up for Grinder just for the amusement. I think it sounds hilarious. <laughs> I know a guy who who was on it. Oh, we had it. We have a friend who's on it, and a couple of other ones. But what seriously, on it, as in, because yeah. that's the gay one, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He says it's pretty good. Yeah, I've heard w- good feedback. Works a feedback. treat. But only not if you're looking for a relationship. Only if you're looking mm. for cock to suck. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that all what so, we're after so at the end of the day? Going back to new scientist dating, you haven't signed up. 
But you're thinking about it. Well, I feel like it'd be false advertising. I'm technically, I technically have science degree. I don't pursue a career in science, and I've only. I think you meet our quota. We're still <laughs> technically a science <laughs> podcast now that you're. Julie, on. are you a woman? <laughs> I enjoy pina coladas and uh, <laughs> getting caught in the rain. I think you should. I, have you I been writing? Have you been writing a profile on your head? Like, what would you put on there? Would you try and aim it towards really scienty scientists or like people you know who who, who have a degree like you, but you know? We're just amateur. Just read new scientists and suddenly yeah. think, oh, I know about well, what, things. What what um what sort of what sort of sciences does it cover? Does it cover biology? Yeah, yeah. Because um, even that's Biology, geology. Is that really a science? Yeah, because our <laughs> physicist who's on here is always ragging out on biology, saying it's not a real oh, science. No, well, I, I'm frankly... Well, then I don't really have a science degree. <laughs> I'm frankly an archaeologist, and his is technically a, an Hume, arts degree. An arts. Well, see, that's the thing. I did my science degree in anthropology and archaeology, and I had the choice. I could do it as a Bachelor of Arts or a Bachelor of Science. Oh, really? I'm an elitist, and I went for science. I thought, I would get a job if I have a Bachelor of Science. Didn't really Well, you do have line. a job. So yeah, you don't get barely. to archaeologicalize stuff. Sorry, could you repeat that? I just made word that again. word up. I don't know if that's a word. You, you started <laughs> out well. Um, this is Jim, so you don't get to this is Jim Risha Fan where I have my own dialect where I can just invent words as yeah, I will. None of us would know. Did nobody call you on this? No. Okay, oh, we, we just don't anymore. Just, all right. Um, did, um, no, I never did honours. That makes the difference, apparently. Yeah. Oh, God. But it's that, it's that kind of, it's like an arms race of degrees in education. You know, it's like... I think we've discussed this before. It used to be that you, know, you could leave high yeah. school. Or if you went to high school, wow, wow, amazing. If you left high school midway through, no skin off your nose, you get a job. If you finished high school, that was, like, incredible. If you had a degree, that was just, like, you're the boss of some company. And then it's, like, honours, masters. Everyone has a degree now. now yeah, yeah, so it's a level it's playing field. A, That's, not... like, the entry level. It's not high school completion. It's just have a degree. Look, um... Jules, um, and now I'm on the new scientist. And now it's multiple website. PhDs. Oh, okay. I'm looking up guys. Okay, well, I found some. Oh, like, can you choice. read out some? Okay, some, well, some this was after golden... a brief. Um... This is on your favourites list. <laughs> Are there photos? Do they post photos? Just, some of them have photos, one. but I, I think it's relatively new. There didn't seem to be a lot of people, or at least oh. not a lot of people from Australia. There is one just for like Apple fans, like. And now it's not fair because everyone has an iPhone, but back in the day it was like... Back when it was more... Geeks it, You know, when you're like nodding to someone when you see white headphones, oh. you know. I think it's, it's a cool. nice idea. I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to find you a little science equivalent. Yeah, forget Grindr, I reckon this is the... Well, Grindr makes a new scientist connect. It's now, can you read some of, well, these, some of these golden nuggets? Oh, they're not... But, well, after my... Two minutes searching. Carbon-based life form seeking carbon-based life form. <laughs> That's the kind of thing Fred would write. <laughs> Come trace the path of my astral body with your powerful <laughs> telescope. Is that cum spelt C-U-M? <laughs> no, no, it's not, oh, but it should okay. be. It you, should sound, be. you really said it like cum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting excited for you. <laughs> you should join this. All right, okay. Maybe. I'm not a scientist, though. Oh, I'm a scientist. Do you have to? Well, do they check your credentials? Let me check. Well, Does it count I, if you just like science fiction? <laughs> I just heard that. Sorry, I just computed that last time. Oh. <laughs> I'm so into the dating website. Yeah. I'll inoculate your petri dish if you can ignite my Bunsen burner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, they're just little taglines. I thought they were quite great. Is that a girl? 
No, these are men. Well, I, I well, actually want to come to girls now. I think the astral, I think the astral body one's a lady. It does mm. because you know, well, unless you're into men. But I was, you know, women looking for men was the thing that I mm. searched for. I'm, gonna I'm fascinated. This I'm going to sign great. up and I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we need a Before week by week. I think this is. Quite so you've been uh, a bit of a new scientist. You've obviously been reading the show notes. Well, um, they're really around, hard to get around. through. There's a lot here. There's a lot, and I think I well, it builds up just in case some weeks we don't have anything to talk about. I don't. Think and also, that would be a problem. and also, we never get through what we have well, planned. Yeah. So then it rolls over the next week. And ironically, and like especially in my corner, it's just building up because all the stuff that I I actually read, I, I always get bored of by the time we come to talk about it. And the stuff that I don't read, I just like pop in there. I'm like, yeah. all right. So shall fantasy we... genitalia, I think was. Yeah, I really want to get onto that. What is? Well, I'll see. We have that for the welcome to the internet section. Oh, okay. We're doing that again, are we? Yeah, it's coming back. <laughs> We've got different segments that come. And I've got a new segment. It's called Welcome to James's Internet. Oh God. Um, power, just a big power trip for you. Well, while you guys are this checking out the dating it. site, I'll just talk about what I've been assuming. Um, and I am. Uh, Joe Smo <laughs> season three has started. Um, it got cancelled like ten years ago now. Back, back. Ages ago, did you guys ever watch the Joe Schmo show? What I can't was, even it? It. was it? Like a- it sounds familiar. It's like a reality TV show, except only one person is real and everyone else is actors. And it? they smash the plates when someone is eliminated and say, yeah, "You're dead." Yeah, the season. <laughs> yes, that's season one. Yeah, yeah. So good. And I watched I that. that. I watched that when YouTube first came out. Someone uploaded that all to YouTube, and I remember it being on Channel Ten, but I never watched it. And I watched it. Was, it and I was like, "Scatty with the show times." Yeah. And yeah, and there were some great moments in it, right? It was so um, good. But in season two, I didn't even know there was a season two. I only found this out because I was Googling after seeing that season three was coming out. Um, season two, they hit it out of the park. I downloaded this. It's like the worst quality ever because it's back when it was like standard definition TV and everything. But man, it was... Um, the first show was kind of like a... Um, more like a... Just a, reg- a really generic reality TV show. Like, they throw the plates yeah. and that's it. The second one is specifically like a ripoff of, like, The Bachelor and Bachelorette where they're trying to win the hearts of someone. They got the claws um, in a bit more to a particular and, genre. Yeah. And, and so they get these... And they have two two real people and the rest actors. You know, a girl and a guy. From So you see it from both perspectives. Oh, um, I feel really bad for them already. Yeah. Uh, well, because the guy falls head over heels for the actress... She's not even real. So that's a whole drama, and the the final episode's so great because he just gets his heart ripped in shreds because she finds this girl an actress. The actress gets her heart ripped in shreds because she it doesn't dawn on her to the last episode how much he actually's fallen in love with her, and so she's just like, "Oh my god, I've just destroyed this guy's life." She starts crying. That spoiler alert. And um, (laughs) but the other the, the girl. The first girl actually works it out. She's the first person to work out that's a fake show. So they they pull her out and sort of sneak things so the other guy doesn't find out. And they say to her, look, you can either leave the show now, we're going to evict you, or you can stay and, and you become, become one of the, the actors. Monster. And if you don't let the secret out, you can still keep your prize at the end. So um, she's like, yeah. So she goes along with it. So she becomes one of the actors, but she's not a trained actor, which is probably a good thing in a way because like, the actors do some weird things that actors do. And um, so yeah, it, it's it's so and it's really funny. Like like you know how they smash the plate, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, in the second season, like uh, the, the, when the guy goes to um, 
um, pick the the women he's going to keep. He's like, I'm going to give you my pearl necklace, and he puts the pearl <laughs> necklace on everyone. Oh and then the candle, the guys, when the the actress has to, the main girl has to pick out the guys. They have this giant candle. It's like I'm going to put out your wick, and she's holding it like. I mean, it's so big that they have to hold it like it's a giant cock. Like, um, oh. And uh, yeah, it's very funny, really funny. I really recommend finding that on the internet somewhere. So, because they were pretty restrained with the first season from what I remember. Like, it was good, but it was kind of... It was yeah, yeah. That was testing stuff at hours a bit. To this one, so they, they really, crazy it really time. kind of meets its potential as much as you can with that kind of show. Like without it becoming too ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you could have a show like that that's actually more like Big Brother, where it's super real, where there's not actually cameramen in everyone's faces. Obviously, as soon as you have real cameramen in the scene of a reality show, that kind of takes the reality out of it. But um, I may, uh, my yeah. sister's going to be thrilled because she loved that. Well, yeah. Show. So they're bringing it back finally after like ten years, and Joe Smo three, and it's the same main uh, host. Oh, um, he made the first. Yeah, the first one. And the second one, he made. Oh. He's like an English, a like a really dodgy English guy with like is he bad the same taste. Actor? Same actor, yeah. But he's doing. Oh my! And the God. third one, the whole one is like they want, oh. and they're back to one guy, and it's like. Um, the competition is to be become a professional bounty hunter. And so he has to pretend to be this badass bounty hunter that's like gonna recruit one of the the people and it's it's but the, they've oh made this I, I mean they've already, I've only seen the first three episodes, but so far they're already like, oh crap, we've picked the wrong person because this guy's so serious. He's like almost ready to just punch out all the other actors <laughs> just to win. And all these actors are just like, I just I don't want to get hurt by this guy, you know? And um, they've got unions, so yeah, yeah. they they can just like turn around and get pissed um, in the heartbeat. So I'm pretty yeah. pumped about and the that guy, the main host, he is also the host of Hollywood Babylon, where the joke um, diplomatic immunity comes from, so that brings it all back. Um, around. Oh, there you go. So consumption. Yeah, I saw Les Mis. <gasps> oh, yeah. I almost don't cry? want to talk about because I cried because it was so bad. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've also seen it and had similar. Whoa! It is the most blatant piece of Oscar bait I've ever seen. They've literally written a new song to put into it. Right, well, the, the movie's it. too long anyway. If you're going to make a movie version without an intermission. You'd think they want to make it shorter. No, what they did is written a new song and shortened some of the classics so that they can They're be... They're gunning for the best song. Yeah, because they want to get the oh. Oscar for best song. Did Bono Does the best song have it? to be original? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So that, okay. They've done it just to win an Oscar because they've actually shortened some of the best songs just to fit that in, is and it it's already too long. Is worthy? What song um, is it? Is, well, there's like... I, and Halfway's probably going to win because this scene's pretty gripping. But the whole film is filmed like... I'm, this isn't going to work already, but it's like up in people's faces. Yeah, it's cam handy cam. You can see, actually see the actors having to avoid the camera when they're trying to act. It's I know the someone, weirdest film I've ever Someone seen. did a tweet, and a famous person did a tweet, and they pretty much just said, oh, it was... Um, he was on American Idol, mm. and he's... he's right. Oh, he, yeah. Anyone no, no, who no. likes the musical hates No, it. he's flaming gay. Yeah. He's, I forgot what yeah, he right. did that. Right. No, no. <laughs> Out flaming gay. Um, and he did that... Um, oh, he's, he's got this... He just looks like... Uh, Oscar Wilde. Adam, <laughs> he you know, said something no. biting. Adam, Adam, Delan- Adam Lambert? Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert. Yeah. Uh, he, mm. he did a tweet pretty much just saying that the... What is it? The... Um, Singing. The, the well, live singing yeah. completely ruins it. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing too. Other Oscar bait is they've got them to actually sing live on set, which shouldn't, in theory, be bad. 
because they're not because I mean on stage they're singing live and I don't think even the versions I've seen I, look for the record I'll show you my bias I've flown to London just to see Les Mis I just know you're I, a huge wow. Les Mis oh yeah. okay um, and I remember listening to Les Mis when we went up north in the car. Oh right, I probably had the CD yeah. <laughs> making you guys sing along. And you were you were telling you were te- you were to- you told us the story because I don't think it had the story. I think it was just the songs. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you were telling us you were like the narrator. Yeah, yeah. Like, and at this point, he lifts up this card. He's like a Superman. Mm. He can lift this whole like carriage above yeah, yeah. his head. Oh, yeah, I remember how we describe it. To you. We were like, we were like, what is it? A- is he a superhero? And you're like, no, not really. What's well, kind he's of amazing. like he is? Yeah. With, but with the story, I'm just curious because I've not seen it, but um, I've seen the show on stage, but I haven't seen the movie. Hmm. But I keep reading all of these articles about how Anne Hathaway is going to win an Oscar and mm. all these harrowing scenes. Well, she's only... It's like, you know how we were talking about movies that are bad that have one good scene? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is it. Screen. She's going to win it for this one. She just sings this one song and it's the same thing. The camera's right up in the face and it's just one shot and it's just her singing this song... Um, I dreamed a dream. dream. I dreamed a dream. The Susan yeah. Boyle song? Yeah. And, well, I th- they should have gotten Susan Boyle, Susan Boyle to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would Imagine her insane. in that role. <laughs> but with, with the whole, like, the, the pretty much her character, like, don't think I'm ruining any endings when I say that she, like, descends into poverty and has to become a prostitute. What? Soul. I know. Uh, that's, yeah, it all that's, that's the all end of it. You, that's the end yeah. of the movie. I've ruined it for you. And yeah. But there's a scene where they rip her teeth out because she's they're just mm-hmm. rotting. Is that part of the stage show? Because I don't remember. I can't remember. I, I think they paid her for her teeth. It wasn't that they were rotting. They oh, were, really? She was selling bits of herself. She They cut her hair because they would yeah, pay yeah. her for her hair. Is that part of the stage play? I'm just curious because I would have thought I'd remember. Selling teeth, having your teeth. Selling teeth. I, rem- I, I remember the hair scene. See, I do- and this is the thing why I hate it so much is because I don't. Rem- I can't afford to fly to London every year to watch it again. I was hoping they'll bring out the definitive movie so I can just pop in the Blu-ray whenever I want to just re-experience you it. Need your but you can't, right? Going back to the live singer, right? The whole. You think that'd be a good idea, but no. The reason they put the live sing is so they can act while they're singing. Oh God, so we don't want like, to act while singing. It's like, oh, don't worry if you go out of tune because it will show the emotion of the song, and it's just. You talk about a disparaging. I thought that was great. You know, to, that they. I think it's a great idea if you're doing an indie production down the street <laughs> on your own camera. But when you're making the definitive version, why is it definitive? You can't. The movie you, why? No one will buy the um, soundtrack to this movie because it's terrible. Because people it's like, have bought the soundtrack. And that's is, it, is it the like, actual soundtrack or is it like a have they gone like with the actual soundtrack that you can buy? No, they the, they adjust the music to fit how they sing on stage. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it's all down to how they sit sing. You know what I mean? Like that's how they define it. Rather than you singing along to the music, they've done it so they've they changed the music to how you sing along. So it's not a so lame it's music defined about how you experience. So it's kind of like they're just humming it in the street, how yeah. you would say in motion, like they're just mumbling, mumbling along. <laughs> I regularly uh, sing down the street. But this other thing, the other thing about, I don't know if I've been talking about the there's this epic battle with these two men. There's like uh, Valjean and Javert. Javert's the cop, and this is the other guy who's the criminal, but he wants to do good, and they're fighting off, and there's this epic battle, and so they've got Hugh Jamrick, who's like the greatest Broadway actor of this generation. He's damn good. And they put him up against Russell Crowe. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's in 30 sort of grunts, you know. <laughs> some p- grunge rock band. Don't be not he must the be, grunts. He, he'll be singing. So they've got this guy, Hugh Jamrick, going, <laughs> and then they've got Hugh Jamrick going, <laughs> and so just, you completely lose the battle between them, because uh, Russell Crowe can't meet well, him. Well, in yeah, with that tweet I was talking about that Adam yeah. Lambert did, where he said, "Really let down by this movie, the live singing just, oh. you know, has let it down." Ru- I'm pretty sure it was Russell Crowe 
who tweeted back and just oh. said, no arguments from hmm. me. Like, pretty much just oh. said... I'm not, pretty, I'm not, like, yeah, self-effacing about the whole thing. He said, I'm not going to defend really? my singing. Yeah. That's he, what Hugh Jackman is, is awards with Golden Globe said he almost quit it, and he was saying it as if, oh, it was so hard. But I think he knew how bad it was going to be because it's... It's a disservice to. But Hugh Jackman's like he's he's on another he's, level. He is a singer actor. But yeah, he's he's he a triple threat. Yeah, that's he not, is. I didn't want to say it, but he is. <laughs> he is an actual and and the rest of and them an action good star as well. Mm. But they're with not triple a smoking body. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, if you like I mean, that I'm kind just saying if you're into that kind of thing, he's you like pretty rippling muscles. Oh, I'm not. Hugh and Jackman kind of is great, but I think the reason he's difficult because he wanted to do a great musical version of this like you can sit down and watch this one you want to sit down and slit your wrists when you're watching the, oh, dear the film now just going back to Susan Boyle we did mention it earlier <laughs> did you uh, of course she has the she worst last name it. ever but did you, rem- did you were you aware <laughs> she's on what Grinder. she's on what is she on? Yeah, we're meeting that later. Did you, did you see? Um, did you? Do you guys remember her little Twitter a Twitter gaff that occurred? I no, think, last oh, year. Don't make fun of Do you remember her. that? Oh, do tell, no. Campbell. Um, so the Scottish singer's account sent out a seemingly innocent Twitter hashtag <gasps> oh, to promote hashtag. her standing ovation. Her- oh, yes. <laughs> yes. standing ovation, the greatest songs from the stage. And I don't know how they came up with this hashtag, but the hashtag was <laughs> Sue's anal bump party. <laughs> I don't even Let say me see it properly. <laughs> Sue's anal bum party. <laughs> Can I please see that? I don't know what it actually means. No, it's Sue's album party. That's what it's meant to be. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, I was like... <laughs> because I read that as Susan. Oh, that is unfortunate. <laughs> Susan's oh, right. I think album party. Not her. But it's terrible. <laughs> Wouldn't you be typing that and be like, party. anal bum party? Well, there's no autocorrect when you don't put spaces in. So. Oh, no, but you'd think you'd be typing it. Your fingers would be making the letters. In your head, you'd be going, bum party. And that's why you need to get editors for pretty much that's everything. Right. So I, don't, I don't know why they allow um, some people to have Susan the other major flaw is like the the <laughs> the play the 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 musical even with an intermission to make it you know I, I'll defend making changes to make it shorter so because I mean I prefer a movie that had an intermission but since we're not allowed to have them anymore. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for the last hundred years, Grindhouse <laughs> days are gone. Yeah, if you're gonna like. If you're going to make cuts to songs, do it to make the movie short and not to put in your crappy original song just for the movie. That like, is annoying. Because it's like, it's, you know, when they yeah. really... I haven't watched it. I bought the DVD of The Lion King that came out and everyone's like, oh, they added a new song and it's not that good. And so I never actually watched never took it out of its oh. cling wrap. <laughs> the Lion King, the Disney movie? Yeah. yeah. They added a song to Wait, it. when did they add a song? When they released the DVD and it was like all remastered, but yeah. it was it's kind of like what George it's Lucas like did to Star Wars. I had that original soundtrack. Me you too. cannot mess with that no. soundtrack. Um, and the other thing is the whole movie's building up, building up to this epic conclusion. And this one, it starts off as epic scene and it just dwindles down to the last scene. It's like this epic song and they're kind of like, yeah. okay, the end. <laughs> And you can tell they're just thinking, can't we throw Anne Hathaway back on screen for another five minutes? And they may or may not have done that. Well, they did do it. They did. Oh. oh, okay. Ruin the episode. Well, because she's did back she in, the, she's in, the, in the reprise at the end, you know. Because really? that's the point, is they bring back some of the songs, but they make it more epic. Oh, my God. So she gets her teeth back and her hair? <laughs> well, she's in heaven. She can have whatever she wants. Except oh. they kept her short hair. <gasps> really? In mm. heaven? 
I'd want my hair. I don't know. Out. It depends how you interpret the movie. Maybe she's a ghost. I just think. With unfinished hair and teeth business. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, lame is. From the well, the um, what teeth did they take from her? I've just seen the a photo one? of. Front ones? <laughs> the back ones? The front ones? <laughs> that covers it all. The bottom ones. <laughs> You're hedging all your bets. Oh, I don't know. They took a teeth. It's just very That's depressing. That's horrible. It's just it, a very and depressing. I, I, Does her child live? What? Yes. Her child is... One I think yeah, that's, that's the who, point. That's, that's, how, that's where the movie comes from. That's he from. saves her. He takes her and saves her. Who does? Um, the guy who lifts the, the carriage. <laughs> the guy who lifts the carriage. Oh, this story's yeah. arresting. Mm. I have to really. drive up north with you again and you can tell me... <laughs> The tale again. Well, um, that story Fred again. bought me for my birthday <laughs> last year the double time. album on vinyl. On vinyl. So yeah, I've been meaning to sit and listen to that and cry and go. That movie was ruined my life. <laughs> um, because it really is that bad. Because I've been listening to movie reviews of like professional sort of professional reviewers listening to it who haven't seen a musical and they're like, you know what, this is and they, we love the movie, but you know what, this is based on really bad musical material. None of the songs were any good. It was just really bad. I'm just like, oh my God, are you kidding me? So they've slaughtered, they've slaughtered some really the iconic trying to make, songs. It's like they made an adaption of the book and they just dropped in the music to act along with, you know. It's a it's, very short-sighted thing to do to do that, though, because if they don't Who's going to buy the DVD? That's just like the oh. whole point I, of that. I went to see this movie with Here a bunch of older ladies who loved it. I was going to say uh, the the and who were fans of the stage. There you go, James. You just young upstart lame is fans are just ruining it for My grandpa oh. was like gunning for it. It was like a few weeks before it was coming out when I visited him in Wales. And all of his friends, because I, I went for a dinner and all of his friends had come over and they were all just gushing over, oh, I can't wait to see Lemmy's. Oh, oh, I know. Oh, I've cried many, many showings of that. I'm not afraid to admit it. And they were all just absolutely wetting themselves with excitement for it. Like, I've never seen a group of very fully grown people so excited about something. So maybe, maybe it's because our generation are very... I don't know. We we're a lot more expectant, which I don't think is a bad thing. Are we going to get think... cats on on the big <laughs> yeah, screen? Uh, I was enough. thinking cats when you said that you had a vinyl because I haven't seen cats and I really want to because it sounds horrendously awesome. Did you ever watch Pineapple Dance Studio on SBS? <laughs> you watched yeah. a little bit of that. Oh, I saw it when I was on um, Fox Channel. And Louis, yes. Louis Spence, because yes. he was um, the Memphis. Mr. Mistopheles? Yes, that's the one. <laughs> that name makes me giggle Mr. every time. He played him in Les Mis, and he's quite amazing. Oh. He's. In, did you ever, you know, Les when Mis he goes into his. Did you ever watch him do his cat routine? No. Where he'd just he'd be walking down the corridors and he'd just turn into a cat. And he wouldn't literally turn into a cat, but his bot, you know, he would he dance a cat. A cat. And it, w- it would be uncanny because you'd be watching him and they'd, he'd just be chatting and he, he was this flamboyantly gay guy and da 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 da. And then he'd just kind of turn into a cat. And it, it was as though he was personifying a cat. It was really quite incredible. And he'd jump up on chairs and he'd kind of be purring and stomping <laughs> around. And he was hilarious looking at things. And it just sounds. It it's just, amazing. It's amazing. Like, because I've yeah. never been into cats or I've never liked the idea of Cats the Musical. I've never liked anything I've ever seen of it. I think I saw it was five. I have no idea what it was about. And um, well, I, yeah, and then I saw him, and I was like, cats. "Wow, that was amazing!" I just think of Aristocats, the Disney movie, like this, yeah, on the piano going. Oh, 
No, that's Lady in the Tram. That's Lady in the Tram. The, the oh, Siamese the Siamese. Cat. Yeah, you're we right. Siamese. If you don't, please. Bum, bum, bum. God, Can I just say, I, I hate musicals, and I went into Les Mis knowing that I hate musicals and thinking it might change my mind, and it didn't. It kind of solidified my hatred of musicals. I think people like to say they hate musicals, but do you hate musicals? I hate dialogue being sung. Yeah. And Les Mis, the thing that most disappointed me about it was there was no dialogue. It was all singing. There was yeah. breaks for breath. And yeah, but it's okay no when it's really good singing. No, it's You've not okay. It's never it okay. Though. Because this is like none of it's good singing, so you can't really tell when they're just speaking, singing, Mary and Poppins. when. They're... Do you hate Mary Poppins? I do hate Mary Poppins. <gasps> oh! I love Mary Poppins. The, uh, what human being on this planet can hate Mary Poppins? I really love Mary Poppins. I have got a lot of hate for a lot what of What about Grease? I don't like I like Grease. Sound of Music? I, okay. There's going to be a feminist no. kitty cat. West Side fight Story? Here. <laughs> no. Grease, Lion King, the whole Lion King is amazing. But do you like singing along to anything though? Oh yeah, Rocky Horror. And I like Grease because I know all the songs. But Grease, the whole point of that is, oh, I think if you just forget the movie and get the 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 CD of the of the Broadway cast recording, you'll love to sing along too. Like the the best song to sing along is Master of the House. It's this raucous piece, and it's like everyone you put that on a party, everyone's drunk, and everyone's like, oh yeah, Master of the House. I remember that from high school parties. You putting that on? So I know that song because we were. I remember being at a festival in between like Jay Z and Run DMC. It was like Master of the House. There was a chick like high on something at a festival at. Belvoir once, yeah. and she was just you know that um, metal like step between the the ground and the um and the portaloos mm-hmm. when you step up into them. She was just out of it, off her face, gurning, and then just suddenly starts stomping along, along going. Master of the <laughs> Yeah. Well, they've got <laughs> Helen Bonham Carter and Sasha Baron Cohen playing those two characters. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. In the scene, fun. and they were just um because they have to act while they're singing. They can't just sing and, you know, dance about. You know, it lost all its energy and you can hear people, at least the audience, I went to a big crowd, you can hear the audience just groaning at how bad it was. Oh, like, really? Um, really? Oh. I'm just watching. I'm fascinated because James is a huge musical fan. He's totally let down. You are I was mildly an, let down. I gave I, it a I, 6.75 I the, out of 10. I get the idea cool. of it's in, an attention. interesting idea to have them act, prioritise acting over singing, but like for like an indie film, you could just do that. I could film that on my camera at home and, and you'll get the same effect. But they, they, they got a $200 million budget to the definitive version and now they've just ruined it and they've destroyed the reputation because so many people go into it going... I bet you that musical sucks because the, the music's no good because they're not even singing. See, I don't I, know. A lot of people have seen Les Mis. I don't think it's going to ruin its reputation. I just think that with... Because Hugh Jackman, he's a triple threat, as we said. Like, uh, It's not that hard in Hollywood hmm. to find really good, talented triple threat people. Oh, right. And it's exactly. like, that's great that you can have Russell Crowe and all that on there, but it's like, if you're doing Les Mis... Because it's Oscar bait. It's pure Oscar bait. But Why do you get the very people who are the best... It. At some point, didn't they do a screen test like, for him? He was bad. List, he was really bad. Like, well, I've heard, I haven't seen it, but apparently there's a YouTube online of um, huge. And the reason I think they got cast is Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe just like rocking out with the main confrontation song, just impromptu. And apparently they're really good, but it's only when they have to act and priorities acting over seeing whether it's kind of like, um, you know, I'm John Valjean, and instead of in the musical, it's like I'm John Valjean, da, 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 and it's like in the movie, it's like I'm John. I feel this. It's, just, it's a movie. Uh, they have to prioritise the acting. At the moment. Wow. 
If you prioritizing the acting, why don't you make an an adaptation of the book? Well, I just think with Phantom of the Opera, another movie musical that I have not seen and yet will have an opinion on. They go for it. Yeah, don't (laughs) don't let lack of knowledge uh, hold you back on this podcast. It doesn't stop American politicians. Why should it stop me? We're up to episode thirty-six of the most ill-informed podcast (laughs) in the world. No, Emmy Rossum. They got her to play um, the lead in Phantom of the Opera when they made that, and she was an unknown. And it was this big thing of this unknown girl called Emmy Rossum, and it was like people who I know who love that musical gush about her performance. They gush mm. about that movie. And it's like, you can, if you have an extremely well-established musical that already has a fan base, you can take a chance by getting unknowns in there. And yeah. I, that's why I don't understand getting very famous people like Russell Crowe. But for I don't understand why you cast Russell Crowe in anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm doing sorry. Gladiator. Anyway, we, we should... Look, I loved, I loved Gladiator, and, but I just think... There are people that fit that bill that are going to do it. Yeah, you know. just like take a chance. Anyway, it's terrible Oscar bait excrement. That's all right. Idea. Next, um, I went and saw The Hobbit. Almost walked out at the title, the title shot. Yeah, I remember you saying. I wa- did walk out. Are you watching the Susan Anal Bum Party? <laughs> no, we're watching Louis Spence doing the cat impression. Oh, he's amazing, isn't he? It's amazing. Um, yeah, so I went to The Hobbit and walked out. Then I wa- it walked out. I was like, that was the 40 degree down. I was like so hot. So I was like, oh, God. I'm, if I pay out. 20 bucks to see this movie, I'm going to sit in it for the next two hours and at least enjoy it. So I went, went back in, sat in the corner, just Googled for a while until, um, <laughs> what's his name? The little monster came on the screen. Gollum. Gollum, Gollum yeah. And it draw, drew me back in. And so I was in t- for the next, the last hour of it, I was into it. Okay. Maybe, or so, half an hour. So it wasn't good except for Gollum. Well, he drew me back into it, so I was into it by the end. But the first two hours were just terrible. Terrible. Oh, God. So it's two Have you guys seen hours. Hobbit? No. I don't want to see it. No. I can't believe they've made a trilogy I've... out of a book this very, what, roughly two centimetres? I thick? remember reading The Hobbit when I was well, one and a half centimetres. If you're doing thick? an accurate. But for it's not accurate. They've added all the songs. They've extended mm. scenes if they, that if took they got, a paragraph they, in the book. Wasn't Lord of the Rings. Three books. Yeah, that wasn't that three books? And they got they shrunk down Lord no, of the they, Rings. They made so it. Three Rings out yeah. out of three books. But yeah. with the Hobbit, what they're doing is they're stretching. Well, I don't think they're stretching out. They're actually just do- filming the whole thing. Yeah. They, they're but adding things from the civilian. Yeah, they're adding things to segue into Lord of the Rings. So the third film will add is, act as oh, almost okay. a bridge between the two series, mm. which I think is kind of cool. I just feel like yeah. I just, I just, I just enjoy being in that world. Once he's got permission to, I thought you didn't like it. Or you did I, like I, it, you just didn't I like his huge, directing. I have huge problems with the way Peter Jackson directs action oh, sequences, okay. which is not such a good thing in action films. But I enjoy sitting and basking in that world of, um, you know, yeah. swords and beautiful elves and mystical valleys and things. So I just kind of go, oh, and let it wash over me. And then yeah. the action starts and I mm. tune out and I just go, oh, fuck. But I do think, you know, anyway, like Andy Circus is like, he's like our Charlie Chaplin or something. I don't know if that's a direct replacement. But he's really, you know, I I mean, film was kind of ho-hum and then Charlie Chaplin came along and just turned into this great new format that took over the world. And he is sort of taking what but, is and, normally and, so bad, which is char- CGI characters yeah. and creating yeah. this and also character like that Charlie drew me Chaplin, back into it. Who kind of became invisible in that role of... Who was it? What's his name? The silent. Oh. What's Charlie Chapman's character's the, name? I kind of remember. Tr- the little tramp or something. Yeah, the little the, tramp the or tramp. something. You know, Andy Circus again becomes invisible mm. as King Kong, as Gollum, mm. as 
numerous other crappy characters that we won't talk about. But you know, if we well, if he's in a l- video game which is based on monkey magic. Yeah, I've played it. Is it any good? No. Oh, everyone said that was really good. They loved Andy Serkis in it. Oh, he was good. The gameplay wasn't very good. Oh, the gameplay, but the The story... And it it felt really rushed. Like, the the story was good, but gameplay was bad. Um, It it felt like it was rushed at the end. Yeah, it was called Journey to the East. Well, Monkey Magic's based based on Journey Journey to the the East. East. Um, But yeah, if you kind of look through, and perhaps, you know, if historians look at the last kind of 20 years of cinema, I mean, Mm. is he this reoccurring figure that's really Mm. at that bleeding edge of... And he's there. Yeah, right? yeah. Because I think that's oh. the future of like high budget films is you've got to have when they want to do more and more of characters like when it gets to the point where we've got goggles on our eyes that just immerse us and we're in a world all these characters are going to have to be CGI because unless they get some weird cameras that can film every single inch of things in a huge space to create a world it's all going to be have to be created by artists you know. Mm. I think with Andy Serkis though I had to read The Hobbit when I was younger by force. Against my will, but um, yep, I did. I, yeah, <laughs> but I did enjoy it. But I like all credit, and he's, like I haven't seen The Hobbit because I really, I'm I was over that after I saw all three of those movies. But when when Gollum came on, I my sister and I both commented that we felt almost like it was deja vu because he did completely capture how that character is described in The Hobbit. Mm. Like mm. W- when I saw that, I was like, was was there like a TV show when I was younger that? was based on The Hobbit or something because I feel like I've seen this character before. Like, the voice, everything just came together perfectly. And I I think that he, like, you don't need to have read the books to appreciate that, but I do think Mm. that as anyone who's ever had to read those books would know, he really does make that character come to life like no one else And I think in in a similar way to what you guys were talking about, Anne Hathaway really stealing Les Mis. Yeah. You know, she comes on and just rocks it and this is peak. I think with The Hobbit, it's really that with Gollum. Oh, is it? Again, the momentum goes... With (laughs) Gollum, he comes on and it's just this re-energising. It could have been a Jar Jar Binks situation It could have, yeah. It could have really flopped. But, uh, you know, that's probably the best scene in The Hobbit, the book as well. Mm -hmm. The, The riddles and everything and it's just strange and eerie. So, um, you know, it's this fantastic combination. And who is it that plays Bilbo? Oh, the office Martin guy. Freeman. Martin, Martin Freeman. Freeman, yeah. He's yeah. just perfect. He's good, yeah. He yeah. And he looks weirdly yeah. like Ian Holm. Like, you can believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you can totally believe it's it. It's awesome wonderful. It's, um, it's, he's really cool. And he just plays it just like, yeah, you believe it. Like, he it's- doesn't want to be there. He's this kind of fumbling dude is just kind of throwing in above his head. You can imagine him working at a paper. Factory. It's so weird, like, thinking, like, those years ago when everyone was starting to watch The Office, did you ever think he would be in such a massive... Like, obviously, they, they all have bright futures ahead of them because it was a cutting-edge comedy, but, like, The Hobbit. That's yeah. just, like, movie But can you history. ever imagine, when you were watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, that one day Will Smith would be the highest-paid actor? <laughs> I always knew. You always knew? Is it when he winked into the camera with his hat back to front? <laughs> I didn't think he'd be known for such serious roles. The as way he's been he known as weird. I was like, thinking about it at dinner Arlene tonight. All that. I don't know why I was thinking about Will Smith, but I was shaking my head. Not a day goes by that. Actually, I was thinking about his daughter. Did you think, did think, did you think Poida would oh, be right? Eric Banner? You know? Oh, no. okay, that's, that's yeah. That is. I mean, I a lot imitate of, him all yeah. the time. Yeah, Fabio. No, that was Sean McAuliffe. It seems a lot of actors started out in comedy and they started getting more and more serious. But I think actors. I think if you can make people laugh, I think if you can do comedy, you can do the rest. They do say it's harder. You know, I think you know. So when when Eric Banner, you know, did that transition to Chopper, it was just like, I mean, that was he did it with humor as well. Yeah, and but 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 a restrained humor where it was kind of almost scary. 
which oh, was very, very it was very appropriate. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And Troy as well. Yeah, it was great in that. Yeah. Um, I also I haven't been on. It's been so long since I've been on like a TV binge, but I totally binged out of Joe Smo too, and then <laughs> did an epic binge of the League. Have you guys seen the League? No. Um, with Mark Duplass, and I think it's sort of all improvised. What's it about? Um, it's about a fantasy football group, <laughs> <laughs> like this group of guys. It's kind of like me, Campbell, Fred, playing D and D, except they do fantasy football, and then the whole and then show revolves. And then you invite two token girls. Along yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like that. And, and, yeah, because one guy's wife wants to get involved. Yeah, it's okay. It's fairly lighthearted entertainment. Um, and it's, it's another one of those shows where it's extremely explicit. Then they beep out the swearing. Like the <gasps> topics they talk it? about are just so explicit. But, but do they beep as long it as out, they don't beep out, the... do they beep it out with like they they say the word and you just hear silence, or do they beep it out with a because I feel it sounds better with the noise because it almost gives it more of an edge. Do they do they blur the face as well? No. no. But is is it what's how do they? Well, they barely them? use swear words at all. It's sometimes they do, and it's usually because like a kid's learned a swear word of someone else. It's they, it's like it's deliberately written so it doesn't get the attention of the senses, (laughs) but it's just topics they talk about are just so explicit, like you know anal fisting and stuff like that. That I'm just like, how can you get away with showing that anyway? Like, like it's seven thirty at night in America when this is showing. How are you getting away with it? Um, Anyway, they have this cool scene where. Oh, I don't know if it's a cool scene, but Is there's one scenario where they go to Sorry. visit. <laughs> there's one scenario where they go to uh, visit a restaurant that's in, completely in pitch black, and the waiters are all blind and they use their senses to walk around and serve you, but you're just in the dark and you can't see anything. You just feel for your knife and fork and you just eat whatever you're given. And I guess the idea is you can't judge what the food is that's on your plate. You just have to experience the taste because you can't see it. I don't know weird. if it's a real restaurant or they just made it up for the show, but I thought that'd be cool. Have you seen on the IT crowd when they made fun of Heston Blumenthal's restaurants by having the characters eat at a restaurant where all the food is made to look like different food and so they're drinking like milk out of wine glasses and going, Oh, this wine is delicious. <laughs> right, yeah, and yeah. It's it's so Have you guys ever been to those is it molecular gastronomy, gastronomy places? No. Can't afford those places. Is there any in Perth? I don't think so. Oh, I, maybe. Mm, not really, no. Like, Heston visited a while ago and everyone just went batshit crazy for it. But um, I just, I don't know. I just can't really bring myself to be interested enough in it. it mm. Like, I like food. I see it in TV shows, I'm like, I can't tell if they're making fun of something or if they actually exist. Well, see, I don't like cucumbers. Mm. And we were looking at sea cucumbers. And he makes a show dedicated to sea cucumbers as a recipe. All right. And so he decides to make sea cucumber tea. And so he makes a tea bag full of sea cucumber that has been dried so that then when you add water to it, it pretty much creates a broth. Mm-hmm. And so people were just drinking it going, why isn't this just a soup? I don't know. This is like fishy water. It's, it's not tea. And like sea cucumber sandwiches, it's the worst ingredient ever to use. It, it like when you pick them up, they pretty much excrete most of their intestines out. That's part of their like, like how they protect themselves. And he's taking that bit, and then the squishy bit, and then the squishiest bit, and seeing which one tastes the least bad, and then using that to make all a high tea themed 
sea cucumber meal. So he had never cooked with it before. He no, he it shows him catching one for the first time and oh. it crapping itself as someone who, grabs onto it. Who is this? It's Heston Blumenthal. Uh, I used to think he was a woman <laughs> with that name. Know. With that name, not with the picture. Hestia no, 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 Blumenthal. Surely that's a woman's name. <laughs> who's, that, who's that? Who's that kind of uh, cable television chef? He's not a chef. He's just a... a I, I loathe the word, but a foodie. Mm-hmm. He just goes around and gorges himself. But he's this short, fat, oh, bald man. He's not the one that actually tried... He not eats the, as much as possible. Not the each. man versus food guy. I don't think so, but he's always eating. He looks like a little pig. He's a revolting man. <laughs> and he, he's a glutton. And it's, it's this horrible combination of him going around being really gluttonous, looking foul, and being obnoxious. But oh, there was this one yeah, thing. I think I've seen him. Yeah. Well, There's this one that I, I watched know. where he, uh, he was somewhere. I don't know where he was. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> he was still a dick. He was being foul somewhere in the world. And there was this local dish where you would have a suckling pig. But the, the 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 specialty, and what do you call it? It's a what is the word for it? It's a delicacy, which is just mm. another word for a revolting thing that has a huge markup. Was that you would take this suckling pig once dead, and you would you you as the e- consumer would crack open the back of its skull, uh. move apart the bone, and you would suck out its brain. Uh. <laughs> That was the thing. And he was, like, oh, face deep in this. Like, yeah. oh, this is amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Oh. And you're just going, you revolting man. You are so disgusting. Plus, there's um, just no need pig's for head. that. In England, you can just order a pig's head. You don't get any of the bits from the body. You just oh, eat the, the butchers, head. Oh, the butchers, yeah. In Mexico, Waste like, not. pig head tacos are huge. Like, oh, yeah. there's there's vendors, like, hot dog vendors on the, on the side of the road. And they just have a, a pig's head on the chopping block. And they're just chopping bits off it and See, putting it's in a cooked, taco. It's I, did you have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had some pig's head. Uh, look, look. It's it's more the vision of him being foul. There mm-hmm. was there was no but, glamour yeah. to it. I, I don't mind people eating brains. It's just oh, in look, that way. No, no, no. It was just the whole do the it. whole process that he was relishing and the image of it. And then he he went somewhere else and he had this cold tofu soup or something. Right? This was in the same episode. Didn't sound very nice, but he was gagging. So he'd went, he'd gone from eat, sucking down this p- baby pig not, brain. Not lukewarm and just, tofu. And yeah, yeah, he was like, oh, room temperature tofu broth. And he, you could see him physically How do they gagging. live like this? And I was just going, what is wrong with you? Like, just drink the so, goddamn Oh, Granted, there are some Japanese dishes based on fermented tofu that are horrendous. Like, yeah? Or not even tofu. Um, there's this dish, uh, natto, which is fermented oh, beans, look, which is just, it is. That is foul. Yeah. It is. And I went, yeah, when I was in Japan, I you know I, I ordered some noodle thing and it came with some natto and I'd heard of it. I'd never tried some, and I you know I'd heard that it was quite the acquired Japan's taste. version mm. of Vegemite. Yeah, that's right. And I'd I'd had and Japanese exchange students come over and gag at Vegemite, so I was sort of like, all right, I know, I'm probably not going to like this. And I ate some, and I was like, <laughs> and I and I thought, all right, well that's the first. Did you have but much like Vegemite? Toast. It's really good for you. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> not possibly. I'm not sure. It's supposed to be really good. I had a couple of mouthfuls of it, and then a few days later, I had a couple more, just to check, you yeah. know, just to be like, maybe you know, I'll keep giving it a shot. <laughs> maybe I, no, it's still like, hate it. Still it's revolting. Like rotting vegetable matter. It is. Yeah, and it's the, it's viscous. Yeah, it's like mucus. Like imagine you're Go really, on. really sick and phlegmy. 
Oh. Imagine that coming out with tiny little beans and cold <laughs> and in a little jar. Like, you think of those people who don't like mushrooms because of, like, the texture, which yeah. I respect. But it's like, that would just... You'd never get a mushroom hater to ever try that. and Because I love mushrooms and I'll try to get my mushroom-hating friends to try it. And anything with a texture that's a bit... Mm. My off. son doesn't like mushrooms for the, because of the texture. He doesn't well, like what he going to do either. is take him out in the bush, go pick some wild mushrooms. Yeah, probably. Not the poisonous ones. No, no, no. Get no. high, bond. Yeah, bond. Although I would like some psychedelic mushrooms. Would you? But just get field mushrooms and just whip them up in some butter in a fry no, pan. No. Don't even need butter. Put some pepper on it, on some toast. Probably, that's probably my favourite meal of all salmon. time. Butter. <laughs> just take the entire salmon's carcass yeah. and throw it on top of yeah. the mushrooms and on toast. And place a piece of toast on And then yeah. tweet it to Nigella. She'd love it. Maybe then I'll get a response. <laughs> Nigella. I must find this luscious, food-loving man. Get you more followers, Campbell. Um, now, okay, we've got to talk about science. And yes. I picked out... We, we do have a scientist on the show. <laughs> yeah. Token... Um, and I picked out one subject that, the one that I we about. needed to have because we've got females on the show. Do we? Uh, um, so basically, uh, Harvard Medical School professor of genetics, George Church, um, is advertising for an adventurous <laughs> female um, to, to the, be the surrogate of a Neanderthal. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I'm like, oh so girls, God. would you do that? I don't Thing. One of the for science. W- for science. For science. One of the theories that I'd heard about, one of the um, reasons that Neanderthals may have gone extinct, or one of the factors was that the heads of the babies were becoming too big for the birth canal and that more Neanderthal women would die in oh. the process of childbirth. This was a theory that I heard years ago. So, based on that, um, I would not. Uh, we do well, have I suppose cesarean. you get cesarean sex. Oh, well, because, yeah, it's so much easier to just cut three layers of muscle and yeah. for science. Um, and you get a cool scar that you can show off yeah, when you Yeah, because, you know, they're so sexy. Car. Cesarean. Oh, do you want to see my C-section Oh, yeah. Like, had a fishing accent. <laughs> Whatever. Got I, it I, I, had a, I had a Neanderthal. <laughs> Check out my scar. Holy crap, you could... And that, you get a whole new legion of guys chasing after you. A whole you new in. legion, in addition to the previous legions. That <laughs> yeah. I want the my new, spawn the new to share guy, a I bet there's a with... whole fetish of women who have bred Neanderthals. Well, when, <laughs> when I was in high Check school... Check on the new scientists. <laughs> <laughs> Neanderthal breeders. When I was in high school, I remember my science, one of my science teachers telling me that um, back in like the 60s and 70s, they were desperately trying to see if, um, like, a, a primate, like a, a gorilla, or one of the, one of the big ones, because I'm really scientific, would would have sex with a female human, and so they That's would take so. women. No, there's there's they'd there's dress rumors, them up yes. in different ways. They'd put different scents on them, and they couldn't actually get. And like a primate to actually mate with a woman, but it's like considering what women have been expected to do for science in the past. Mm. I don't know if those women were actually scientists. I'd say this one's slightly less. But where are they getting the um, Neanderthal yeah, DNA from? from Jurassic Park. From, oh. it's, well, that was I think um, the problem with that uh, is that the DNA would be. Degenerated, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, wouldn't what are the, you going to wind up with? Wouldn't yeah. the embryo kind of reject? The I think the idea is nutrients? they merge 
that with the DNA modifications, they merge it together. Well, you're to just going to wind well, up Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, get some frogs' yeah. DNA to yeah, fill in fill the gaps, in. Yeah. and then they'll <laughs> start changing sex. And Did you guys open the doors? But I mean, if you are filling the gaps with, say, human DNA, what's the point? You don't have a Neanderthal. You have a, a human, human. But also, what kind of a hybrid. life is that for a Neanderthal? Because what what's the like? What do they, well, they do with this exactly. You're creating what is an intelligent creature, and you're going to keep it in captivity, and it's. And if you didn't, you? could the Neanderthal office or realistically... I don't really be able to speak. I don't know if um, they've decided whether oh, Neanderthals have the ability of... But Neanderth- well, we could settle this. <laughs> we could, okay, well, hello, right. what's your name, George Shaw? Are you, you going to give up your womb so we can settle this? It's not going to be used any other way. So. But Neanderthals, they look very different. Well, not they, very different, no, but they they're look... Not oh, different. I don't know. I've seen some or guys working just... on the mines that... The, <laughs> 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 I'm from Armadale. <laughs> the original... David Garth from the original um, model of a Neanderthal was made to look more brutish than so it actually Yeah, I was, was. going to say. So more recent, um, what do you call it? Reconstructions. Reconstructions have made them look... A little, a little more flattering. Yeah, and the most recent one... I think was on that article that you posted, and yeah. it just it, they you know they're squatter they're squat um, yeah. they've got broad Larger noses you know it's to deal with like they're dealing with um, cold weather they they were acclimatized to what endomorphic weather. well I mean yeah as long as it's because I was just thinking surely they don't look like what is it grogs gogs that show oh, grog. Yeah. No, 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 the no. the show with the pavement. I don't the think that was that short. <laughs> with the sh- the I pavement, know, the gogs, yeah. I think it was, oh, yeah. As long as they don't look that. Out but there, I, I, at least yeah. would they even let the? Neanderthal? Well, they're suggesting that um, there has been human Neanderthal interbreeding anyway. That there, mm. if you're European or South American or North American or Asian, that you have some Neanderthal. If you body. are a yeah. human, if you're human, except <laughs> if you're African, because uh, that interbreeding would have occurred after humans left uh, Africa. Uh, yeah. Did you guys hear about? I may be stealing this from Carl Pinkerton's Monkey News, but uh, um, Oliver the Chimp. Which one was he? Um, well, basically, they had this chimp, right, and he could walk on two legs, like, normally. Like, that's he, he felt more comfortable walking on two legs, and he, his head didn't have much hair on it, so it kind of looked like he had, a, like, a flesh head rather than a hairy head. And um, <laughs> and when they first sort <laughs> he of... The when he first, I'm laughing already. This is, when this he first, is pure Carl Pilkey. I know. When he first came to attention, they kind of, like, they're like, sort of, oh, no, someone's banged a chimp. <laughs> 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 And they produce this offspring who is almost, he's half human, you know. He walks upright and he's quite intelligent and has a fleshy head. I mean, Google, you can Google image search. It's really freaky, really freaky. What, you think he he looks pretty human? But chimps already look, you look at a baby chimp. But yeah, eventually he lived for quite long. He only donated like five years ago. He died died last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Second of June. He was like like 60 years old or something. Once promoted as the missing link or... Humanzy. A humanzy. <laughs> a humanzy. Um, uh, wow. So, and, and wow, but basically, they did some. Once DNA testing came around, they did some DNA testing and found out he was just a mutant thing, and and that's kind of like why. What, he, in those sixty years, they didn't do any DNA testing. Oh, uh, I think they kept testing now? along the way as they improved stuff to see if they knew anything more. But um, that they basically worked out that he was basically a retarded chimp, and that's why he didn't have any friends because other monkeys were like, "Oh, you're retarded." And, um, so that he eventually retired, sort of alone. But he did. He retired. 
Yeah. Did he from know Bubbles? Well, well, he used to do shows and say, hey, check out the walking gym. Doing his thing. And um, they put him in a haven and he, they hooked him up with some old lady and they hung out and they were sort of like a married couple. For, and they kept for, dressing her up, quite, trying to get him to mate. It's quite romantic. He wouldn't you know, take yeah. the bait. <laughs> um, going back to the gorilla-human crossbreeding, um, there's accusations that the Soviet government did that as well. Yeah. They did a lot of crazy things. Yeah. But did they Accusations, there's no, there's no my, my, uh, documents, yeah. there's no evidence. My teacher was very sketchy It might sketchy just be allied kind of force rumour to sort of belittle. There's a lot of documented stuff, not regarding that, but like some other horrendously unethical experiments mm. that they do. Uh, that I, could, I could believe. So, yeah, some of the ones that my friends used to tell me. They're trying to make a super soldier yeah. that they could train up. Them. I'm not sure. There's a movie that makes me think about that and you guys will probably Universal know the name no. of it. <laughs> Universal it's, it's this um, movie where these two scientists, they're a couple. I can't remember oh, what happens. Was it recent? Yeah. S- not Spawn or something, something like that. Splice. Splice. Okay, do oh, not listen if you want to see this movie and not know the ending because at the, at the end she is pregnant with mm. the thing that we thought was kind of like a, a chick that some guys found strangely hot actually has male genitals as well because she's right. like raped yeah. by it and then you see at the end like the her boss is saying are you sure you want to do this and it pans out pregnant belly i reckon women who are in science and who are that into science because i know a lot of science people oh. and they they would do a lot of stuff for science within reason not creepy shit but, a lot I mean, of the greatest discovery you know uh, discoveries with vaccines came back because they were testing on themselves yeah no one- or from yeah, accidents but that's, that's yeah from accidents oh. that's the thing I like I can't no, th- I can't imagine anyone who would be like yeah hook me up with a I can imagine from an accident maybe a science savvy an girl opportunity would go itself. well I'm in this position and then consider her option. I was I listened to Radio National interviewing this guy who was investigating the the poison the poison of the blue ring octopus, mm-hmm. but no one would volunteer to be poisoned by one. Because <laughs> it doesn't kill so you in 60 seconds. So he, I think he basically walked up to an emergency room and just let it put it on his arm, let it sting him, and then <laughs> you know, and had obviously had some averse. Uh, uh, Observers there, but because he wasn't insured, he couldn't do this in a controlled environment that he controlled. So he had to go to the emergency room and just pretend like he was just a regular patient that got stung by a blue ring octopus. Oh, I got stung by a blue ring octopus. <laughs> when did when? it happen? In the car park. <laughs> like, <laughs> How long have you been affected? Oh, about three minutes. Jeez. Have you guys seen Prometheus? Yes. Yes. Um, what do you think about the the whole giving birth to a uh, like? That whole birth scene where they're giving a cesarean, where she cuts herself open. Yeah, oh, I think they're just trying to. Are they trying up. to? T- is there some weird female fantasy no. in horror films where they want to be? Maybe, I don't think um, it's a fantasy. I think you're using Ridley the word Scott's fantasy. fantasy. <laughs> I, I was just looking at that and thinking because I've had so many mothers, and then now as my friends start having kids, just talk about the absolute horror that a cesarean brings. Hmm. I was just one of those annoying women going. <laughs> She has not had a cesarean. As she just starts running around after, yeah, and it's like, sprinting. and it's like running she had around the staple gun. with <laughs> yeah, with a little bit of uh, like a kind of like holding her belly now and then. It was like, it's like no, your torso's I just know. been sliced in half. Yeah, <laughs> isn't like, it? The muscles are literally still, not going to work for you. It's still not that great when like. You know, there's still if you're doing it naturally, like they usually have to sew up the word that I'm not allowed you to say. No, or, or or they, they cut, cut you. They cut it for you. Uh, epi- epi- episiotomy. Episiotomy. Mm. And yeah. you shit yourself. Uh, you will pee. Joe Rogan was talking about his having his baby, and he's like, he's like, in one arm, he's like looking at his brand new child. He's like, oh, this is lovely, and then he's looking over, and then he's, you know, 
his wife's thing, he's getting stitched up and he's like, hey, doctor, can you just make it a bit tighter for me? And you know. I, I know some girls who've talked um, and they've they've got friends who have had them and they've asked for a few extra stitches. Yeah. But you can actually ask for that. All right. Okay. So girls Why do doesn't the man get a bigger dick? Yeah. <laughs> When we have a cock baby, maybe. We'll, maybe, we'll... maybe they're just saying to the daughter, listen, I'm going to level with you. My, my partner is really not hung. <laughs> just, just give me a break. Um, so that's science for fanging around. <laughs> Men of the world, your tiny penises can soon be accommodated. Oh, we've got some follow-up. Um, you know how I was looking? I, you know, I, I really wish cars would make it easier so things don't slide around in them anymore. Yes. Um, well, I'll put the picture in the show notes, but um, Nissan's got one kind of dodgy solution and I'll try and show this without disconnecting the podcast but um, you guys see it's like they have a little seat folds up on the sides this is the passenger oh, seat and it's alright so you can it's, it's not revolutionary your purse and your but phone in there without sliding off yeah. it's, it's a good yeah. it's a good like thing for while they think it's, it's temporary until they take my it's idea right. I like your idea better yeah. I like your idea better but. um other follow-up, uh, you know, I was talking about things to watch how drunk It'd you are. It'd be kind of annoying if your things were in there and you had a passenger and you forgot about them. You yeah. Know, like, my phone's ringing. Where is it? You're sitting on it and you're like, oh. And, and they're like, like, no, no, you're actually sitting on it. Like, I'm pretty sure I can and- hear. I can hear my, my, no, you can't. <laughs> I forgot vibrates on. Um, the other follow-up is, you know, I was talking about devices that help track how drunk you are. So this has been an ongoing... Yeah. Theme of the you, you might not realize, but this James is James wants essentially just devices to monitor him twenty four seven and tell him what to do when. <laughs> so the dream, the ideal device, that the, the first mm. kind of issue you want resolved is optimal drunkness. Yeah, you want an app or something that tells you how much to drink. Yeah, so that he doesn't get out of control. But you're still pretty effed up. But you're still pretty fucked up, and you can maintain that. Yeah. So he wants just like Some of my regulated best alcoholism. Have been in the drunken years. I mean, it'd be kind of cool if you just years had like a and years of drunkenness at optimal. The drink. cat dog texts mm. would never have. Happened. I wonder if you can get those. You know, when you go to hospital and they give you a drip, like, and that's controlled, isn't like whether you could just get one of them that just it that just, just drips alcohol. alcohol into you. So. Um, You've got some follow-up. Oh, okay. At the CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, which was like last week, they some people brought out these LED ice cubes that detect alcohol, and they change colour depending on how alcoholic the drink is and how. I guess they go red if it's like you shouldn't be drinking anymore. But do they do they know? No, that you, it's just, it's just gauging how much alcohol. I know it? because it's like oh, you throw out the ice cubes because they get cold. How do they? keep track of you progressively over the, the night. So, I think it's a stupid idea, but that's one oh. solution. There's all these strange people go- out there going, you could just not drink. Um, yeah. They also released the Happy Fork. Uh, it's a smart fork that tells users when they may be overeating. And so, like, <laughs> when you've had too many scoops, it starts vibrating because you can't hold the food on your I don't need a fork to tell me when <laughs> I've wow. eaten too much. Isn't it amazing that we live in this culture <laughs> where overeating is such a problem that we have to develop... Yeah, but really, well, it is. It's much bigger than we know. We've eaten all, too much. Yeah. We we yeah. we choose to ignore that. By the time you know, though, it's, it's too, too late. late. That's the point. No, I would just ignore it, though. I would honestly. Well, that's the thing, and that's totally. the thing with your drinking, yeah. James. 
you would go like, oh, I feel like another drink. And yeah, then you check it, your app and it'd be like, don't yeah, have another one. And then you'd be like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. But it's, it's like a diet. If you do the diet and it doesn't work, you stop doing it. But if it works and you're like, hey, that was the best time of my life, I'm going to f- keep... I'm going to bay this damn watch whenever it tells me to drink because I always have a good. <laughs> I always have a good time when I bay it. I have a really good time when I get out of control drunk. Like it's mainly the stories I get from it. Yeah, that my you friends don't laugh any at me. No. I remember you get them the next day on the phone. No, I remember it. That's the bad thing. I don't really. I like. I my. I don't really black out drunk. I just embarrass the, the hell out of myself, and then I remember it, and then I get to share it with my friends, and they get to mock me. And screenshot the texts that I send and quote what the bouncers said to me and show me the footage of wow. me walking into walls. So <laughs> I just kind of, I, I, I go on that because it's like, it's memories that my children can never see. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do, future children. You're Neanderthal children. Yeah. Neanderthal children. Look, I'm just they're, like, they're so into science. Incredible, I, I fucking love science. As the Facebook so over that Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I get too much of it. I, I'm just it's like, enough. oh, please, people, stop sharing these. Like every second one. Um, did you guys see the Beijing smog? Yes. It was pretty nuts. It's what happened? It's lots of it. Lots of it. Just like, lots of it. It's just pretty they much. You could see it from space. Like It was like a, a storm of cloud, but it was like yellow smog. Gross. Over the city, is yeah. it, isn't their smog level so high that it's like beyond? Off yeah, yeah, the you weren't allowed outside of your house. No, but isn't off the charts of like reg- of like yeah, like dangerous is like one fifty or something, and they were getting three twenty five. Didn't they get it down pretty low for the Olympics? Mm. And is this maybe just mm. newsworthy because it's getting back to the horrendous <laughs> Probably, state yeah. that it was before? Yeah. And so, the or is industry people- having to play catch up because they had mm. to like you know yeah. slow everything <laughs> down to <laughs> get the. <laughs> They're like, um, no one's going to want to visit Beijing without our beautiful smog. It's our number one tourism <laughs> catch. Get those factories working twenty four seven. Now, have um, this isn't really science, but did you hear about the guy who outsourced his job yeah. to China? No, clever no. guy. Do um, this guy, he's like a computer program, like has to update a website every day, and he gets paid like you know a hundred grand a year to do it, and, and he worked out that he could just email the work to some guys in China, pay them $15,000. He pockets the 85 left Fuck and just spends the whole me. day on oh. the Reddit and the internet. And he also um, did work for other companies. Yeah, oh he could work God. for other companies, getting more income. And because these Chinese workers working for less than a quarter of the pay was so good that he was getting, like, he more was considered work. the best worker at his, uh, oh at his office. What, what's the fallout? Is there fallout? or he is he just- Well, he got fired. Why? Exactly. That's sort of the, think, the job's getting done, yeah, right? Yeah. But I but think that's I, just like I guess they're like, hey, why don't we cut the out the middleman and just start outsourcing why our work to China? Why don't we just take yeah. grand straight out yeah, instead of right. giving this guy eighty five? But that's genius. I mean, surely you're saying to someone, mm. make sure this job gets done. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, were they happy with his standard of work? No, they loved it. Yeah. Because so it wasn't. They had a whole team doing one guy's job, so he was doing five times the work oh than him. God. That's the thing that's like worrying about outsourcing is people always go, "Oh, you know, it, it, you know, it'll never be as good as hmm. here." But like people in these, a lot of these countries where they outsource to, they're not only, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human. We're, we all have the ability to learn. Except for that Neanderthal nation. Well, oh, but they're trying to. Trying to make you guys They're making a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. But um, like they also have a 
a really good work ethic as well. So it's like stuff like that where guys do that. It's like, that's great for you, but if you get caught, that's just outlining to employers who are currently being told at the moment, like, we're all going, please keep working in Australia. And it's like, well, actually, mm. you can get amazing quality work for <laughs> bargain basement prices. But from- if, you, you're, if you're the one C word who's doing it, then and no one else does it, you're, you're in a role. It it's like if, if everyone's else. banging the traffic laws and going 60, you're like, oh, Bang it, I'm going to do 110. And you, you're, it's all safe until and you meet another guy that is doing 110 in the other direction. You run into each other. Yeah. No, I have no idea what that analogy is. <laughs> 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 you lost No, me. well, that's the idea. Isn't it in, in the Great Gatsby, uh, uh, you know... Oh, spoiler alert, please. I have, I have, done, I have not read... Do you have read... to give spoiler alerts for stories that are more than a certain amount? No, but I, I, I've not actually the read The Great Gatsby. <laughs> no, so. neither have I. They're well, not going to say if somebody spoils it. Uh, I should have read it. They're one of the characters... You know, is accused of being a bad driver, and it's like, who cares? It, it only matters when I run into another bad driver. That's the attitude. Wah, 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 wah. But there's a lot of bad drivers. Guess what happens? Yeah. I'm not. I'm totally not watching that movie now. I'm going to miss the fanging Fuck. around podcast about that movie. Basilerman. Speaking <laughs> of that, our commentary of 2001: Space Odyssey, a hit. Is was it a hit? It's you did hit. commentary. We do commentary tracks of, of movies. What? Of what kind? Well, we've of only movies? done one. We've so only far. done one. Uh, we we did a commentary what? track of a movie. Of what movies of two thousand one space? Two thousand one. But what's interesting is I also posted a video with pre synced, and with the video you can actually see who listened right to the very end. <laughs> Nine people. Good, good going. Wow. That's way more than I expected. I, I, I haven't listened to it. I, I take my hat off to them. My first proper boyfriend. It's a two boyfriend, and a half hour. Yeah. yeah. My, my first proper boyfriend was like a big film geek. It's He, he, will, he actually embraces it when mm. I say that. He writes it on his resume. And um, I had to sit through all the... Um, Oh, what are those Bruce Campbell movies? Evil Dead. Evil Dead movies. <laughs> I had to sit through not just all of all three of those movies, but also... You say it as if it was a chore. Yeah, I know. Look, yes. it wasn't at first, but when I had to watch, there's like three different types of audio commentary. Oh. But if and Bruce Campbell was on all of them, I, look, I love. I am, I'm rereading um, If Chins Could Kill, if his, could his, kill. First, <laughs> uh, his first book. So I am a big Bruce Campbell lover, but... There's only so much audio commentary I can do. I prefer like other people's audio commentary to having to hear people who worked on it because it's like I've had to read books and listen to stories from other deadite geeks already. I'm oh. I'm I'm really over Is this. Is this the Rockingham guy? No, oh, okay. no. This guy was from Thornley six one oh eight. That's less Bogan. I know how to pick him. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, lots of people downloaded that. That's just a video. And that's just people who finished. Lots of people played it. So. Okay. People and it's not in a regular feed, so people have to actually go out of their way. Again, it doesn't come automatically. That's a little bit of an ego boost for you guys. Two thousand and one audio commentary. Let's see. I guess so. Yeah. Two guys from Perth just saying fuck a lot. Yeah. Well, one guy. So is it you guys just talking (laughs) through the movie pretty much? Yeah. Imagine two obnoxious idiots just. Uh, But we did it kind of quite seriously. Like you know, this is a great movie. But I'm thinking next time we have to do something that's. A bad movie. A bad movie. Yeah, I'm debating between Teenage Ninja Turtles 2 or Teenage (laughs) Ninja Turtles 3. I'd rather do 3 because I haven't seen it. All right, okay. Oh, just a shot. But shouldn't you see it before I answer it? No, I'd like to to just talk over a movie I've never seen. (laughs) Okay. When when I was on holiday, my friend um, Alicia refused to watch TV with me after a while because she'd make me watch Glee. You know what you're getting into when you make me watch Glee. And I just, like, we were talking about You Hate Musicals, and I just go, why are they singing? Like, they're in the middle of a freaking 
like hallway of a high school. They're going to get the Have crap beaten out of them. Have you ever been to a musical minute. school before? This is not a musical school. Like. You're a Glee fan, aren't you? I no, I, I hate because I'm pretty sure Gleeks. on the computer that we share that there is some mention. <gasps> Brad, of, Brad oh, put that. Brad did that okay. as a joke. I thought, wow, well, yeah. Natalie, I really thought I was kind of I got really angry. With what? that as well. When I saw it, Glee, like no, a, don't like Glee. Glee Only like thing Glee. I like about Glee is Jane Lynch's character because I think mm. they must have a completely different writer, <laughs> and I don't know anyone who loves or hates Glee who doesn't like that character. The first season actress. of Glee is like a, a a work of art. It's amazing. See, right, they just, should have just cancelled it. After I'm just not. Into like the Americans the never know when to stop. Though, oh, oh speaking sense. of which, Feminist Corner. Mm-hmm. Have you guys kept up with The Office US? No. no. Did you see the British office? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the British office... Um, Had a character arc? Yeah. The, yeah. There's the there's Tim and Dawn, right? Yeah. And um, Dawn wants to be a children's illustrator. Yeah. Book illustrator. And it's a dream, but she has no confidence to do it. And, and Tim gives her the confidence to do it, mm. and that's how they fall in love, right? Yeah. So, they tried to recreate this office one where, again, the it girl... died. Yeah, Pam. Yeah. And he... And and Jim, who's equivalent, meant to be equivalent to Tim, they get to that. I'm talk, probably talking about this podcast before, but it's it's an ongoing saga. And uh, they finally get together in, like, the fourth season. And uh, she, like, basically gives up her dream yeah. to be an illustrator, to be with him. Yeah. And now it's season eight. They've declared this is the final season. And... He's got this dream job of being, you know, this sports guy who gets to hang out with all the cool NBA stars. And she's still back at, you know, the office office doing her job. And I'm like, are they really going to finish this series off where the guy gets to do his dream doing his dorky job as a sports dude? See, I do remember her job just kind of fizzling away and her aspirations fizzling Mm. away and then just suddenly, bam, she's got a baby. And And I did think... Oh, and they're like, off. oh, she's a great mother. And, oh, oh yeah. I, and they allude to it every now and then. Like, I bring it back. Like, every now and then, they, in the office, they let her paint something. Like, I think she's painting a mural <laughs> oh, on the wall. They let her yeah. pat her on the head. But it's just, I I mean, they might bring it around the twist at the end where, hey, his new job enables he, her to get a, a cool job. And it's only because he's already cheated. Yeah, yeah. But it's completely the opposite of the feminism power of it. It's the, kind the of annoying, yeah. but, yeah. I, I I didn't even I that just kind of I don't know why they did the big build up of her doing all of that. I think they've set back feminism at yeah. least twenty years. Look, yeah. I think you called it right there. And as a woman, mm. I'm very yes. insulted. Now, someone <laughs> who you say it too. Someone who is <laughs> <Come> on, truly, <laughs> truly progressing. We'll feminism. say it as a scientist. As a scientist. Yeah. As a as, as a woman scientist bearing. <laughs> bearing an Neanderthal <laughs> progeny. Oh, I just feel like such a failure as a woman next to you, Julie. Your womb you should. Just, <laughs> your womb's just like outranking mine big time right now. Uh, now there is there is someone who uh, is really pushing the feminism forward, um, and this is something I have been consuming. I wanted to save it to Feminist Corner, but I saw the latest Andrew Dice Clay special. You feel... Oh, okay, he's moving feminism forward. The world's... I think he's the world's preeminent feminist. Right. Is that a f- thing you can say? I don't really know. I don't know. Preeminent I'm, feminist? I'm, preeminent I'm, like the, 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 Surely I don't know who you're sarcastic. talking about. You must be being sarcastic. I don't know who you're talking about. No, so. I don't I, either. I, sometimes when I say it, I think I'm being sarcastic, but at the same time... <laughs> 
<laughs> Sometimes I'm not. That is such a man thing to say. Have you seen the latest special? I have not seen the latest special. I've heard you to, him speak. I'd and love you to go out and watch a special and come back next time you're on the podcast, come back and tell me about it. Your feminist opinions. Because I think he's he's doing it for the ladies, you know. I suspect he's not. <laughs> he's, he's out there. I really want to know who this is now. Because so this can... guy. He's, a, Jules, he's, he's a comedian who's, who has been criticised for being homophobic, misogynist, blah, 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 blah. And so what, well, he's being a shock job. He's like, a, he's plays a character. He's kind of like uh, like a like ball a, rat. Like Alan it's like G, but he plays it all the time. Or, um, so it's just him. It's just, <laughs> I really want to watch well, now. Is it? Me. Or has he just always oh. got the character I have a weird. So, Jules, what's your what's your what's your take on this? Well, I thought he was a douche. I don't know that. But I- were you just were you just being really superficial and just like oh <laughs> douche? I was being superficial. Or did you look no, deeper I didn't know because story. I didn't see him. I heard him. I heard his voice and I heard what he was saying. And I thought you're a horrible person and I don't want to hear. Well, him. I think you've got to see him. Oh, I've got to see oh, him. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're being too Google, superficial. Google image search now. Andrew Dice played, <laughs> and you tell me this guy. Is just being himself, or he's playing a character. Oh, you got it. Um, he, he's he, oh. he's the he, he claims he's the undisputed the champion of comedy. And uh, back in the eighties, he did like you know forty thousand seat arenas. And I've never heard of this guy. Oh my god, he I want to because he looks he like he's been like, on um, Entourage. I think he looks um, like um a a wrestler who was forced into retirement. Nineteen eighty seven, alright. He looks a bit like Bruce Springsteen. Like look at this shot. Looks like Wayne Newton. Um Oh my god. Anyway, he so uh, he, this special is his first special in like ten years and he's come back, he's had a few wives in the past and he, he comes back no, and talks he about like a, he sounds like he a can't great hold guy. on. He's to coming a girl? back and he's comparing, you know, Women what dating he, this special is <laughs> sort of the theme is you like what it was like dating and getting his first wife in the eighties compared to dating and getting his most current wife in the 2000s and how the women have changed. And it's really I think interesting. also what he needs to remember... He sounds like a feminist 80s, to me. Yeah. Since the 80s women have changed the, the worst. I think that's the gist that I got. Mm. He's gone from being in his, what, 20s, 30s, in the 80s to being whatever the in hell he is 40s, now. He looks 80s. like a... So, what's his face? Oh, a Baldwin brother? No, no, no. Um, oh... Mickey Rourke. Mickey, Mickey Rourke, Rourke yeah. and Nicholas Cage. Mm-hmm. Mickey Rourke, yeah. oh, Nicholas wow. Cage, and a Baldwin brother, the, the one with the Well, he's, really, he's going for that, that whole... Uh, uh, yeah, and then that's... You know, line. John Travolta in Grease singers like, Hey, how's it going? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> sounds obnoxious. I want to see this. I'm going to watch this. Yeah, go find his latest special on the internet somewhere. Watch it. I'd love to hear what the latest And apply about. some feminist theory to it. Yeah. I have a very um, weird feminist story that I read a few years ago and I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It was an art student in the UK and it's kind of along the Neanderthal line (laughs) of what... No, no, no. Apparently, Neanderthal is funny. Oh, of abusing <laughs> your, your the Neanderthal line of what? Uh, along the Neanderthal exotic in- no. impregnation. Well, no, uh, yeah, kind of. Along the Neanderthal lines of abusing your reproductive system for some kind of scholarly reason, but in this case, it wasn't for science. It was for an arts degree. She did. Haven't we all done that? <laughs> well, let, let 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 me know if you've done anything like this. She did an art piece where she continuously got herself pregnant and then oh. would take some kind of like pregnancy ending like the morning after chemicals sort of no just 
get like oh, she was like pregnant. She was pregnant because like that morning after pill prevents pregnancy. So yes. so this is actually abortion. There's the the abortion pill that are you for it? Yeah, you can't get here unless yeah, you can't get it here. So so the morning after pill is not an abortion oh. pill. It that's that it stops your body from becoming pregnant, being able to become. It pregnant. forces your period. Yeah, yeah. but um. Yeah, she pretty when much does conception just... start though. <laughs> well, it doesn't start in this case. Okay. Anyway. 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 But she, yeah, she, she just kept getting herself pregnant and then um, aborting, and I think she, she she may have collected the blood, ah. but it wasn't so much ah, it wasn't so much beauty. a visual art thing. It was more. Yeah, it was a conceptual. It was piece. a conceptual Wonderful. art thing, but they're like. Brilliant. This wasn't even for science. This was just, a ch- and it excited this massive debate mm. from all these people who were just really angry and passionate about it. And I, yeah, I think she. There had was to- a period in art where all art was about periods. I was, and that was probably- <laughs> that's, that's a yeah, I was like, you better be going somewhere yeah. menstrual related um, with that. Talking about vaginal artworks, perhaps you encountered an amazing story. I can't. Today. I need to oh, I, well, research it. Oh, just bring it out. Oh, I didn't we're, we're, research that just no, then. No. This, this chick <laughs> kind of like did this stuff and like may or may not have. And these other chicks back in Russia might have had sex with gorillas. <laughs> I don't know. They like put her in like a fuzzy bikini. <laughs> and he didn't and like her. And he wasn't even into it. <laughs> like what's wrong with she him? She grew her hair legs for months. Um, um, but this is a brilliant story Jules has um, oh. with more vaginal hijinks. Come on, <laughs> Jules. <laughs> um, I think we need a, a vaginal story. corner. Vaginal corner. <laughs> is that what? To take, pl- um, take the spot. We've only got four corner. corners. We need Jules to learn. and Nat in the vagina morning. <laughs> 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 I understand that reference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, back in the day when seances were all the rage amidst the, oh, yeah. I don't know, the upper classes in... Uh, England, um, they used to do these uh, seances and they'd have this fake ectoplasm or real ectoplasm if you believe in that. Well, stuff, what's, you know? what, what is ectoplasm? Ectoplasm is supposed to be the physical manifestation of spirits or. Is it, is it similar to the it's luminous like the, ether? It's like that, a, that concept. I think it's, it's, like, like, yeah. it's like ghost snot, like a ghost yeah. sneezes yeah. and. Mucusy. It's like that stuff so, in Ghostbusters. Okay, so it's paranormal. It's like residual paranormal yeah. matter. Okay. Yeah. So. The mediums would pull this ectoplasm out of somewhere, and this particular medium, a female, was being um, she was being monitored by skeptics, and you know, watching her to make sure she didn't pull the ectoplasm out of somewhere really obvious. And anyway, apparently, she stored the ectoplasm in her vagina and pulled it out. But she pulled out a lot. So she there are this uh, ectoplasm actually exists. It's in it's when in a library in the what? UK. Because the, the author of this book that I read actually went, her, stole her ectoplasm, put it in the museum. I don't think they busted her at that time. Shifty but, museum. That's amazing. Well, it's, I think it's kept at a library or a museum. Anyway, but there's a lot of it. So this woman <laughs> must have had a. Can we acquire of, some at our museum? To find a lot. Are we'll we talking gallons? You. Well, you know, it's drums just keeps coming. You know, like those. Well, it's like the magician with the the, the, the handkerchief. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes, it's exactly like but, that. Okay, so, like, oh, that's yeah. the last one. No, it's not. Keeps <laughs> going. Psych. So, so with the, so it was a muslin, but was it soaked in something? Because you, you wouldn't just have a muslin. You people just go, oh, that's a muslin. But if it wasn't soaked beforehand, <laughs> would you? <laughs> she was really into those seances. 
Would you even want to touch it though? Like back in the twenties. Well, well, if you thought it was ghostly, they thought it was ectoplasm, and they couldn't see where she'd pulled it out from. Oh, I, I so like, I like to imagine her doing it Oh, she got, caught. Uh, she got caught. How would you... What an embarrassing I don't know. She, well, they're, they're, how, they're, well, how does a magician do anything? Have you seen that guy that's been on television lately? Oh, David Copperfield. Ma- magic, un- magic Unmasked. No. Magic Mike. He's a skinny dude. No. Oh, wait, I know. Yeah, no, I know who skinny you mean. Skinny street rat David guy. Copperfield. Oh, he is ratty. He's amazing. Ratty. How does he do Roy. anything? <laughs> What is his name? No. My, a dynamo. Uh, dynamo, yeah. Anyway, my niece and nephews love watching him. But how does he do anything? You watch what he does and you're like, that can't be, that can't happen. That's that's magic. Of course it's not magic. He's very good at what he does. Well, so this will, magic? You know, mediums. Typical scientists. Were very good performers Typical who were very good at fooling us arts people who wanted to believe. <laughs> we, we still believe in I magic. want to believe. I want to believe. Nice. Yeah, but you chose a science degree, so... Oh, I never thought that I would be looked Awkward. down upon for choosing science. I <laughs> this, thought it would is, elevate me. This is quite seriously the only situation where I've ever been able to look down on anyone <laughs> ever with a science degree. It's never going to happen again. Whatever, I'm doing a Master's of Arts now. Does that count? No. Oh, <laughs> Master of Arts? Yes. Wow. Well, not as in physical. I'm I doing mean, art. I just can't do art. Master. Oh, oh, one of my friends. Was it one of you that told me? One of my friends put um a, a picture on Facebook of their like really um, acceptance thing. And they got cute. <laughs> we'll get to you later. We've got a whole segment that your <laughs> wife got us to write. Um, no, put a picture of like her acceptance thing. It was like, yeah, start uni soon. Hashtag master o farts. <laughs> like everyone just kept saying, why are you, why are you the master o farts? Just Again, another Susan Anus. or Anal Bumper. Yeah. <laughs> another unfortunate hashtagging. Oh, man. But the Fremantle Arts Centre always gets a chuckle from me for that reason. I yes. just think farts. Farts. Farts Centre. That's pretty lowbrow. <laughs> you are like the science with girl is looking down on us because to her, farts are just, you know, a part farts of the body study. <laughs> <laughs> they're just a natural part of the body excreting oh. gas to us. They're gold. Oh. The comedic gold. No. It should be I've treasured. I've never been looked at with such derision before. <laughs> you haven't been looking. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I remember that diss. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> oh, dear. That was some vaginal news, I guess. <laughs> Never have enough. Um, Exciting. In next week's vaginal news. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to research. We'll make that a segment. Vaginal news. Who doesn't want to Vagin around. Oh, that was going to be the vag- podcast. Yeah. around. We, we, we were trying to drum up a female, you could a four-girl podcast called Vagin Around. Yeah. And I'm surprised that didn't take. <laughs> and we you could only no get us. <laughs> and what do you usually call it? Dicking around? <laughs> we should. Well, fangin's basically, basically dicking, dicking around. around. Um Although we get a lot. Where do we go Twilight next? Fans. Do you, um, where can you go from there? I know that was we probably peaked um, too early. Anal fishes. Um, <laughs> anal fishes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Now, well, perhaps, anal fistulas. Perhaps we can go to cast corners. Does anyone have something specifically they want to talk about? What's this part? Campbell, cast corner. Is there anything you want to talk Did you about? Do any research? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I researched for the first half, and now I'm like, I'm lost. Uh, in your corner, Jules, you've got... I don't want to talk anymore. 
Someone's getting strappy. Uh, eating corpses as medicine. I was trying to be. I, I was overcompensating. I thought this would be a lot more highbrow than oh, it turned out to be. Yeah. Um, um, I, yes. I, I okay. Should have just put my. Well, the conversation came up. Campbell's left the room now, but it was um, we're talking about mummies. Yeah. Oh yeah, and how people used to eat. Okay, mice. I've got a, a game. This they is a, a new segment. This is a new segment I'm introducing. Apparently, and I'm ripping. Apparently, I'm ripping this off a board game or something. But um, it's called um, guess the word. Guess the word, like the meaning or the definition. Oh. So I'm going to give you a word. This yeah. is from the word. Museum. I'll give you the background. Okay, see, I, when I was 21, everyone was like, I gave you know you see have like a 21st every week for the next 18 months or whatever. Oh yeah, and. Um, it's like, what do you buy these people? You still want to buy expensive every weekend. So I just, I went to the bookshop and just bought the the dumbest books you can find. It's like, where is your three dollar bin? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let me know where the two dollar one is. Kind of weird. And, and everyone got a book, and of course it came to my twenty first. And what did everyone buy me? Their revenge. You the revenge. It. Uh, the dumbest book. So I've got this whole bookshelf of dumb books. Um, Doesn't look dumb. That looks cool. Well, this actually is not a dumb book. It's got museum in it. Um, you know. Um, we work on. But museums. this guy, this book, I've always. It's actually pretty cool. And I'm like, oh, how do I use this? I have got to make use of this. Um, and this is from Gemma. <laughs> Shout out. Thanks, um, Gemma. The it's called the Word Museum. The most remarkable English words ever forgotten. So I think it's from it's like extinct words that we don't use anymore. So my idea for a new segment is to read out a random word and everyone has to guess what the definition of the word is. Oh, can, can okay. I just insert here? I'm ultra competitive when it comes well, to things that you possibly quizzes. possibly oh, you God. already I, I know like what it is. Competitive, but I'm really not smart enough. Suits me. No, I mean, you're, you're no. going to wipe the floor with no, me. No, 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 no. I'm ultra competitive without actually having the. I'll the start IQ off competitive and then I'll just just kind of flounder. I may frighten you. Slip into the background. We'll go into work the next day and I'll be like, hello, Julie. <laughs> you look well. Start leaving me <laughs> presents. <laughs> I see you're still wearing that medal <laughs> that you made for yourself. So here's the word. Oh, we're not going to wait for Campbell? He's no. dead to us now. Okay, he's, right. he's dead to us. Um, Okay, I'll read the word. Do you want to have orders? I'll give... Give us some... Go around left, Natalie, first. The word is sculch. S-C-A-L-C-H. I'm, I'm writing this down, but I'm not writing it not into Google. Not Googling it. Yeah, I'm not Googling it, because that would be against the spirit, but I have to see it. S-C-A-L-C-H. Oh, okay, she's written it down. Oh, God. This um, is my new segment, okay? I'm giving you a word, and you have to try and guess the definition of it, or... Tell us what the definition is. It looks almost like an amalgamation of the words scalp and gooch. <laughs> and those are two very different parts of the body. <laughs> Scalch, Campbell. Thank you for joining us. Do you know if it's a verb or an adjective mm, or a noun? Or... Could you use it in a sentence, <laughs> which will pretty much let me know what it means? Yeah. <laughs> um... I am From her scalp, she pulled a <laughs> length of muslin. <laughs> Ectoplasmil. Oh, no, wait. I, the I Victorians approved. Sculch. Um, I think it could be... I think it could be a body part. Sculch. Uh, okay, do I ask questions and you say yes or no, or do I just no, have to give a definitive yeah. guess? Everyone gives their, their okay. guess. I think it's a tool. A tool. I think it's some sort of implement. Mm-hmm. A scalch, with which you scalch something. I think it's a, a description for a body part. Body part? I think it's a description for something that 
that hurts, like a like a scald or like a burn or it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's scalched. In, yeah, me. Uh, it's scalched. Yeah. Something bad. A scalch is a morning drink. Yeah. In Scotland, some excellent brandy, <laughs> some excellent brandy was served round immediately according to the custom of the Highlands, where a dram is generally taken every day. They call it a scotch. That's I'm that's not almost not it. real because it's Scottish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Is my new segment, the word museum. Here. The word museum. Yeah, scotch. Jules, did you? Can we? Can we do it? Can What's I just see? I did my corner, which is I missed it. No, you <gasps> find out. Oh, you don't want me to. Did I do my corner? That was what I. This is this is like two years worth of material. Never felt so untrusted in my life. Um, your- I'll have to wait till next. You can check out my finished. other cool book, which is actually oh, what I got for Christmas. Eating mummies from my lovely really sister. We have oh, the douche the journals eating corpses for medicine. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Are we going to talk about the corpses? No, no. I want to talk about these corpses. Yeah, let, no, let's talk about the corpses. No, 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 because nobody journal. looked at it, so no, I barely no, no. read the article. But, uh, no, but well, we- you can't. It doesn't stop you hypothesizing, well, <laughs> extrapolating. We work at a museum. We're always hearing weird. Music, like Egyptian-y stories. So I reckon there could be a little bit of chat in this before we proceed we to the We do hear a lot of jar. weird Egyptian myths and stories. I, heard, I haven't heard of Yeah, it. well, did you... Oh, I can't even talk about it. Oh. Oh, well, I, oh. I remember when somebody visited um, and they were, they were just talking to me like they were asking about our Egyptian content and I said, oh, you know, we have a, we have a recreation of the Rosetta Stone. Which but- killed someone once. The recreation or the original? Yeah, no, the recreation. What? The recreational. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, the, 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 the tradesman it. who was installing it, it <gasps> fell on him and killed him. Oh, my God. Oh, it yeah. didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. It did not. Even anything slightly Egyptian <laughs> will fuck you up in a museum. <laughs> well. <laughs> like the styrofoam copy of it wasn't the stone he fell. He banged the back of his head on a chair oh. like a Million Dollar Baby, and that's what actually killed him. I haven't seen Million Dollar Baby. So. Uh, <laughs> well, um, Zoink. Well, I didn't die. No. <laughs> no, I know what happens after that. I just didn't know how she got to there. Well, I yeah. I yeah, a Rosetta Stone killed her. <laughs> Sorry. I Kai, and he was just asking about the Egyptian content. And I was like, oh, you know, this is pretty much all we have. It's pretty limited. We don't have a lot of Egyptian content in here. Given where the... Western Australian (laughs) Museum, not the Egyptian Museum. Anyway, he was telling me, because he's a bit of an Egyptian buff, apparently, like, in the... See, I don't know if I can believe these stories or not, but they're interesting to hear. They used to... It's like Life of Pi. Yeah. Well, when they started um, digging up mummies... (laughs) a story that's right for you. ...en masse back in the, I don't know, the 20s or whenever, when it was fashionable... um, eating them. They were just finding... Well, yeah, and they were finding... Unveiling them at parties. Yeah, that's the thing. They would unveil them at parties, but also, like, there'd be the unwrapping the mummy party, but also some... People have suggested that because there were rations for paper, it was cheaper for butchers to buy because they, oh, they were bought. I know, and I was like, I don't know if I believe this, but this guy was like, yeah, they would sometimes just take mummies and take the because it had gone paper like what they were wrapped in, no and they would way. use that, and it would cause mass outbreaks of no vicious food that. poisoning. But that's the kind of crazy crap it's that so people would talk about. Stories. I think it might be one of those stories that has a nugget of truth, which he is that people it. used to grind um, Egyptian mummies and use them as a remedy for internal bleeding. Yeah. But in the, like it peaked in the 16th and 17th century. So apparently. people people obviously thought, well, these have been preserved. There's preserving properties in mm. the mummy. It was this, you know, that whole like treats like the kind of homeopathic yeah. um, tradition. And in, in Europe, they would eat bits of 
bits of corpses we use for medicine. And I'm looking at my show notes, which I can read. Shuffle them. So Shuffle. Because can you hear that? Um, so smart. I know. So smart it's that science degree. Damn it. I told you it would. <laughs> Damn, we're back on the bottom of the ladder again. <laughs> but the question was not should you eat human flesh, it was what sort you should eat. So you would eat skull for head ailments. Oh, well, of course. I would have thought like a fleshy bit of thigh. And if you've got an anal fissure or a <laughs> Susan anal bum party to go to, you'd probably have a nice bit of buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> there was a great movie in the 80s called Blood Diner which was about this, oh. these guys who set up a diner where they just fed people human flesh. Oh. It's the best bad oh. 80s movie I've never heard ever. of it. What's it called? Blood Diner. Blood Diner. And there's this scene where one of the co-owners is chatting up a very big, big-breasted woman and he's slathering her with... And he's just looking at her going, oh, those breasts they get me so many meals. Well, it's not going where you think it would go, but he's slathering her with, um, like, donut batter. And then he shoves her head in a deep fryer. Oh. <laughs> and her head comes out as a donut. Oh. <laughs> 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 with, with sprinkles. And then he just works it off with a broom. It was the oh greatest thing to watch at the age of eight. I loved that. There's a movie. Wow. Should watch it. Wow. Blood you diner. watched that when you were Maybe, eight? Yeah. We watched I'm wowing I just absorbed that. I, you know, my mother, very religious, had interesting standards. She had no problem with me watching horror movies. Full mm. of blood and gore and all that. Come to sex. Any sex scenes, uh, cover your eyes, cover your yeah, ears. But blood, violence, um, horrible things done to people, that's fine. It's not a problem. See, there's a movie called, that I always saw it in the old Planet video section before they kind of... Oh, yeah. they haven't really scaled about that much. It's all in the same place, but they've gotten rid of a lot of the well, stuff. Well, DVDs are a lot smaller than yeah, VHSs. They've gotten so rid of all can... the VHSs, and I, so I didn't get a chance to watch this one. Because it just creeped me out. It's by David Lynch's daughter, I think, and it's called Boxing Helena. <gasps> oh, it, oh it, yes, it is, it is yeah. by Lynch's Susan, daughter. I've always wanted to I've, see I, that. Yeah, it just sounds really, oh. yeah. really I keep forgetting about it. Julian Sands in it, doesn't it? It's got that girl from Twin Peaks in it, yeah. who I think is stunning. And yeah, pretty much... She didn't do much. Whole, yeah. whole premise is like she's this sexy, lovely lady and this rich guy is in love with her and she spurns his advances, has a car crash on the way home from his house one day. Yeah. He saves her, and he's like a doctor, takes her back to his creepy mansion, and, and he has to... she becomes, like, submissive to him to the point Well, that- he has to, um, to save her life, apparently. I don't know. This is just what I've read from the back of the box and then Googled. Um, he had to amputate her legs, which yeah. is a one-man job, apparently, you can do at your house. Oh, too easy. And so he keeps her in the house... And then eventually, even though she can't move on her own, because he's kind of, you know, not really given her anything to be abled, um, she, for some reason, the plot then goes to, to, he knocks her out and she wakes up and he's now also amputated her arms. Mm, it's well, lot- she's very alluring on the cover without those limbs. Yeah, with the limb. It's all it's all that David Cronenberg sort of body horror stuff, and also all that submissive sort of Cheryl sex play. Finn. Um, yeah, just I've always wanted to watch that as well. And I just you know, I go on these wiki binges, and I'm like, oh my god, I want to see this movie, this movie, this movie. You know, and I make a list of hundred, and then I forget about the it. Na- the, I have, the movie. I have a this little document called the List of Shame. Is that I have not seen. Uh, uh, I, I like so horror. I just can't go for those really. Like the more mental, psychological torture. horror. Human yeah, just, just kill them. Like just mm. smack them over the head, 
stab him in the chest. Let it be done did you with. Ever, did you guys ever see the film? I know you've seen it, James. The uh, The Dreamers? Yes. No, I haven't. Uh, kind of French English, uh, French American film production, maybe French yes. Canadian production. Bertolucci, I think. Bertolucci, and it's sort of what, set. What did we? How did we used to describe that? Is there a a way of describing films like that? Like what? Like the type of film it is. I, I don't. It's completely lost. But we used to have a, a like a phrase to describe movies like that. Oh. Jules is on it. She's. What well, it says it's a rem- <laughs> Oh, I've seen. <laughs> I, I reckon we both recognise. I love. I love that film. It's it's a fantastic film. It's beautiful. Um, I'm saying that it looks like it has a an erotic sex misadventure. In it. Or something. Oh, okay. oh, erotic misadventures. Yes, it was. Yeah, it, it's an erotic misadventure film. Um, but there's this there's this fantastic scene where Ava Green comes out. Uh, She's the character that she plays. Um, it's all, everyone's just fucking all the way through it. But she comes out and she's standing against a black. So she comes out of a room that's dark mm-hmm. and she's got her back to it and she's naked. And she has on um, evening gloves, black evening gloves that come up to about here. And they're all kind of arts nerds and cinema buffs and it's sort of set in the 60s, I think. And she's standing there um, as the Venus de Milo. You know, with the, without her, oh. you can't see her arms, and she's like, get, you know, like kind of posing there, like, guess who I am? And he's sort of like, oh, you know, the Venus to my life. She's like, sorry. but it just looks fantastic. Mm. You know, that, she's got these that arms would be pretty cool. And they've just been to these art galleries and museums and doing all this stuff, and it's just very funny and um, not as horrible as boxing, Helen. Either. Oh, and you know, he didn't have to chop off her arms. <laughs> <laughs> just buy a black blanket and some gloves. Just cover up some body parts well, and pretend. Yeah, from what I could gather from that movie, like, even though he takes away all her limbs, she still has massive power over him. It's very psychological. Yeah, right. but, but not in a way that he's actually owning her. She actually still, yeah. despite all of this, he is still... Submissive to her completely. in some ways. Yeah, right. Yet he has all his limbs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what a trade off. Mm. Oh, I thought that was Boxing Helena. <laughs> no, it's the Venus de Mars. Yeah, that's a cool shot. Oh, is that the shot? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. I've, seen I've it. seen it. I I know what it looks like. You know what her breasts look like. <laughs> it's not about the breasts. No, it's sure. not. No, sure. It's you know, see most of the things she's in, you'd be familiar with them. <laughs> um, hey, she's, she's French. She doesn't like getting it out. I have no no idea how we got into this because people were complaining that the stream was online, but it was, and I was listening on a delay. Oh. I've lost. I <laughs> don't know how we got here. We get to horrible movie yeah. things a lot at work. It just comes out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think we've got this sort of thing now. Does anyone want to copy? Oh my over, god! We the bonded human over centipede. the semen centipede, and it's just kind of like every time I see you in the hall, I'm like, hey, I read about this other film. <laughs> we should talk about it, but never actually watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I read the wiki on this film. Don't read the wiki on that. Film. <laughs> <laughs> we both bonded over. We wished we hadn't read the, the wiki for the Human Centipede too, because we were both like, we're never going to watch yeah. it, and yet we had to watch it. And it's actually a very universal thing because now so many people I know have said, oh, I did the same thing. I wish I'd never done it. Like one of my friends just said. You can't unread what you've read after yeah. you've been on that page. It's all, it's all very tame. Mm-hmm. That's all it's tame. all very tame. Yeah. What is? I mean, you go to, is it Reddit. SharonBoat.org? What's that? Uh, you never come back from that, man. No, there's something There's just like, say. you know, terrorists cutting off other people's heads and stuff like Ooh. that. And just the... It's just not as quick and simple as you think. It's like you're cutting through gristling every Oh, I know. I've heard that. Because um, didn't they have it live, that poor British man? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they do it all the time. 
It's just oh. like it's probably it's probably a website. It's but like that's when it came a bit more like gruesome the, decapitations.com. Yeah, like the the public became a bit more aware of like the reality of like we we always hear mm. about oh if someone who's Western has been kidnapped and they may be decapitated they were decapitated but because this is live and more people mm. saw it more. kind of became more apparent to the general public that when this happens it's not just well, like it's just like we we grown up this amazing generation like if we want to see a guy banging a horse we can see it boom if we want to. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, an well, age we're well, well, in. Our, our culture is just at its age. No, I'd say we are, we are the in-between culture in that we had the childhood where it was just starting to be introduced and, you know, you Free had, internet. You had yeah. the, the... I guess the, I got 10. I remember when I was 10 years old, all my friends came over and we were just looking up like... Yeah. Oh, that's why anal sex is. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But before that, like, we had a few years where internet connection <laughs> You never had wasn't. parents' porn collections on video? No. Oh, oh no. hell No. My parents. No. No. My dad had. A, my dad Boyle got a Playboy for his fortieth birthday. He oh. won. He had one at the Elmer McPherson one. In stockings. Oh, I just want to ask you guys. <laughs> Black stockings in summer. Apparently they're in. I see girls everywhere. Oh wearing god, them. I could never ever ever wear them. Black I like stockings. I know that I appear as if I follow fashion trends. <laughs> <laughs> your legs. No. No. Uh, no. no black do stockings. It. James? Oh, I'm all for it, but it just seems very hot. He's wearing them right now. In both ways. I have a friend who Whoa. always wears them, and she's um, she's been doing it for years, and she's extremely slim. She's very pretty. It's not like she's like, oh, I hate my body. But, yeah, she'll always wear them. And I've always said to her, why are you wearing stockings? It's 40 degrees. And she's like, oh, I want to be one of those girls with her butt out and just like. I'm not sure that stockings conceal anything. I know. I was like, I didn't. And she just got stockings on? What? <laughs> Sprancing around with her. Yeah. She's got tassels on as well. <laughs> God, she's got a wrap out in a classy I, way. I was, I was um, on the bus and I, I was really made aware of how white pants are like so. They offer like a view of the butt in high definition. Mm. Yeah. Like men and women in white pants, they were getting up to let others off the seats and it was just a butt fiesta yeah. mm. sit you know down. because they sit down and the, it goes up and then they stand up and it's just all there you on see display. the movement of the buttocks oh everything there was nothing hidden i just it was i can't intense. i could never bring my i don't think the world should have to see my butt in the many different movements that it makes i own white jeans but they're not that tight jeans are different yeah and i think Pants. With the gene, I don't think you get the the um the, the anal bum party kind of thing <laughs> going on. And then there's like, yeah, you can usually. It's interesting to see the underwear and how it moves because a lot of girls mm. will wear g strings underneath, and you just see it's in the many different states of being swallowed by the oh. butt cheeks. I want to yeah. bring this show down. Oh, just bring it all gorgeous. down, I and mean, then we might have to peak up again at the end. Not far to go. But there's <laughs> there's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> talking about asses eating up g-strings so you go sure for it do, yeah. see what you can anal do anal fisting i think we <laughs> there's this guy who's the brother of a guy i went to high school with right it's a guy who's a brother happened to a friend of a friend yeah there's a guy who's a brother <laughs> and of a guy. um my previous high school campbell doesn't know and oh, how um <laughs> he doesn't exist he and i and I sort of met him a few times at, you know, 21st and stuff like that, party with him. And, Did he um, buy you a book? But this is, this is possibly. <laughs> and, but this is pre-Facebook, so we've never been Facebook friends because I haven't seen him since the year 21st, which is way too far ago to 
to oh, you're so old. Um, and uh, but he was killed in a car accident. Oh, <laughs> so I'm bringing it down. But I was just sitting there going. So I'm not friends with him, but all my a lot of my other oh, you're getting mutual a lot of friends. Update. We have like you know 50 mutual yeah. friends, and they're all posting on his wall, and I'm getting all the updates saying, "Oh, so and so, R.I.P." Yeah. I'm just like, this is my thing. I'm just like, this person's dead. And this is your sort of your last communication with them. You're going to post in their Facebook role. And you can't even be bothered to spell out rest, rest in, in peace. peace. Yeah. You're like, I don't have time to spell rest in peace. Do I'm just going to say R.I.P. Fun? Some people may not understand that it stands. So they're, they're saying, uh, you know, so-and-so rip. Is yes. this a new word? No, no, but they, they can't be bothered to put... The initials to say I, that it's an actual. I used to work for a cemetery, so yeah. I I did find people would spell out "rest in peace" mm-hmm. more than just the rip. It would usually be just I don't know the the family would want to make it more explicit mm-hmm. because it meant so much. But I think on this is on like monuments mm-hmm. and like things right. like I, that. I understand on Twitter when it's a famous count. person and you just your character count. But on Facebook, there's no character limit. You're putting it on their actual wall of their personal page, yeah. not a Twitter profile that's just some, you know, web page on the web. And you can't even bothered spilling it. It's just yeah. like, oh, I've made this token effort to your towards your life. Is this what our life amounts to? Is just a Facebook wall wow. of so and so RIP. Not even R.O.P., just Facebook, so-and-so rip, because they're not even putting the initials in to make it R.O.P. I'm really lucky. You mean lucky. the initials? You mean the... You mean the Do they put a dot in between? Dot. No, don't even put dots. See, I, I've not been in a position I where I've had to I'm people that didn't even put capital letters. Oh, that's weird. I that, saw someone just write rip curl. In, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rip curl. So... I, I just... I think that's... Um, I find that really depressing, that thought. Well, really? I just think it's difficult because I I don't know if I could actually write that. Just on don't write anything wall. at all. If you can't say anything productive and you can't even be bothered <laughs> saying, you're in judgment mode. <laughs> yeah, wow. Someone's so, dead, and you're so there's got to be some quality control. For, I yeah. would just be for very condolences. In a, yeah, you should put more than two seconds effort into it. Like oh, I can't be bothered. Oh, maybe it's I'm so distraught. This is all I can manage to get. I I can just be very um like impulsive and write very inappropriate things on Facebook. So I think that's why maybe memorials. Yeah, I I think like if I see someone writing something, I don't know if I should actually write it. So I maybe tag, which I feel terrible then. But maybe I'll just say I'm sorry for your loss. But I don't feel comfortable personally even writing something like that. I actually post a cat gif. <laughs> That's what I'll do when you're dead. Do it on my wall, wall, like if yeah. I die, like yeah. yeah. And people are okay. like, yeah, should so be down with that. Up. All right, cat gift club. Yeah. What is that? Oh, I should make cat. a Facebook group. Grumpy cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do a good grumpy oh, cat. Oh, you do. That was amazing. I feel like grumpy cat is. You here. whipped <laughs> it out like that as well. You're like grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I was also oh. reading up about George Best. He was like the biggest football, football soccer player, player yeah. in, like, the 60s. Yeah. And, you know, he had ups and downs. I think he died a couple of years ago, but he went broke. dishy from what I've heard. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, but then yeah, when he did go broke, they're like, oh, what happened? He's like, he, he, his comment was, I spent 90% of my money on women, drink, and fast cars. The rest I wasted. <laughs> I, li- I like that. He comment. had a couple, couple of funny quips. I'm trying to bring what it up. What about him being sobri- sober? All mm. oh, right. And I can't remember what it is oh, okay. now, But it was very funny. It was Oscar Wilde worthy. 
He probably wasn't on school. I was stalking this girl. Um, he said everything pretty much. Good start to the story, James. <laughs> I'm surprised we've it's gotten this far without you. I like the honesty. Um, and her name is Jessica. It was a common name, and so I was looking for Jessica last name. You don't in, care who she is, as long as it's a Jessica. <laughs> You're stalker. All the, all the girls, hot girls, called Jessica, and. Um, us Natalie's and Julie's can't compete with the Jessicas. I, you shouldn't compete. You should just be yourself. <laughs> and, um, and, and just, you know. Well, but I was looking at a Jessica last name that lived in Facebook. I uh, lived in Perth. <laughs> 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 and, and, and if, Jessica, and if Jessica is too crazy in Facebook, she will break the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she lives in Perth and she's on Facebook. So I'm trying to, you know, use Facebook's broken search to find that. Anyway, I find this one Jessica last name that matched. And I find this profile, and uh, this is what's in the description. Um, um, my name is Jessica. Until now, I've had quite normal aspirations. After uni, I wanted to work in the wellness industry where I could help people feel better and live satisfying, fulfilled, long <laughs> lives. But no matter what job I chose, it never seemed to be the right one. I just get so bored. After about 25 jobs, I decided that working simply wow. wasn't for me. I believe the universe delivers exactly what you ask for, and I know I'm going to... It's just the alchemist. <laughs> and I know I'm going to make someone, perhaps you, very happy indeed. For a while, I've appreciated the benefits of polygamy. Not that having a mistress is really a polygamous relationship, though. The wife would have to know and agree to make the whole thing polygamous. I saw an Oprah show about American men <laughs> with more than one wife, and then there was that TV series, Big Love. Anyway, it just seems to make so much sense for a man to have more than one lady. So here is what I'm go- I am proposing. I will be your professional mistress. I will give you everything your mind and body desires. I will be your safe haven from the daily pressures of mundane life. I will be at your beck and call 24-7. I will be available for business trips overseas or interstate. Most importantly, I will never call you, message you, email you, or drive past your house. I will be your exclusive perfect secret. Now, in order for me to fulfill your requirements, I will need sufficient remuneration (laughs) to maintain my standard of living while also giving me time and resources to prepare for you, whatever you should request. I will accept $2,000 per week. Okay, so she's so she a prostitute. Yes, she, yeah, she and doesn't she, want to work. She titles this concept The Mistress Project, and this is... Oh, that's fuck off. Oh, that's that's all you can oldest... see on her profile. That just is annoying. Like, just grow up. Is she up. hot? Does the she... one I know in real life is pretty cute. Is 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 Prozzy hot, though? Oh, it doesn't have a photo. This isn't me. your friend, I'm assuming. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Do I Ooh, go you friend have request? A, you could have an in. <laughs> But uh, that's that just annoys me because there's so many girls I hear about and they just pretty much, on a way less scale, they pretty much spend their entire life finding ways to avoid working by finding boyfriends and ha- like, oh, I want to have kids at this point, so I'm not going to go to uni for this. And it's just like, like, the rest of us have to get our shit together and work and live in the real world. What makes you so damned special? Like... That's just stupid. That like, if if you're gonna do something like that, call it what it is: prostitution. Like mm. nothing. No, I'm not saying there's anything wrong in prostitution per se, but I'm just saying don't dress it up as mm. what it is. That you're this free flower child who you know work just isn't for you. Well, for two thousand dollars a week, what yeah. skills is she bringing? I mean, yeah. has she been trained in the sensual arts? Well, she, she just like promises not to the... go crazy. Right? But I've known girls who've worked in the sex <laughs> industry. I thought the promise was she would go crazy. 
No, 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 she no, wouldn't she drive past the house. She wouldn't no, take no, no, your she'd email. Get, yeah, I think that's oh, right. Oh, crazy freaky. in bed. Freaky, yeah. Well, I just... I, I, it's, it's that thing, isn't it? It's the way she's it? trying so, to dress it up as something mm. that it's not. That I've had friends who've worked in the sex industry in many different levels mm. and they don't dress it up as what it is, yeah. uh, as anything more. They're just like, yep, there's a supply, we meet that demand and it's like, don't try and make out that you're such a special little spirit that you need to just pretty much like also what what superannuation is she collecting for this like long term Mm. how long can you be a professional mistress before Mm. you're not really going to be able to demand 2k a week Mm. i guess if you're investing your money Oh, but she's she's a free spirit. She, mm. Is she going to be um, dedicated to that one person, or will yeah. she be providing no, the you'll services be commit to... to that one person? Yeah. Okay, no, she's not allowed to have side work. Would you guys accept an offer from Salt and Bernard to be? Sorry, a... this isn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> this sounded like this was, you know. So would you guys? Would you guys accept be interested in coming to like, my house? Oh, shit, what have I gotten you into? <laughs> This is actually a job. No, interview. I'm talking about the Sultan Brunei. Would you accept enough to be in his Sultan harem? Brun- no, no. Does no. he have a harem? But no. it wouldn't be experience. I just think I sex is, is, is something that can be very fun. Why would you want to ruin it by making it a job? Harem? No, I'm not questioning the pronunciation. Just that I, he like, have one. I, I don't. I do not judge well, people who work in the sex industry a rich at all. Person who has a harem. No, I really don't. I really have no problem with people who work like that. It's just. I don't like it being dressed up like as in like that's that just sounds like someone who's lazy. Like Oh it sounds like she was willing to work very hard. Do you guys have <laughs> She's asking you to pretty much pay for her spray tans, pay for her gym membership, pay for her eyelash extensions so that she can look good for you. Probably so that she can then meet a guy who she can marry. <laughs> so she's not actually really doing this for your benefit. This is just a means to an end. I don't. I don't know. That just kind. I of... don't understand how it's not a job. Like she doesn't want to work. I think that was the lead up to it. Like it sounds like yeah, it sounds like a doll. lot of work. How demanding? See, this person might be incredibly demanding. Yeah, he might be like five times a day. <laughs> you know, like morning and then at 10 and then at 12 and then at 3. And what, need if, a gym and what, membership? And what if he has um, very peculiar sexual requirements yeah. or he's into S&M or... Or boxing you know, what, Helena's. I, that just, it's just from what that said, it didn't sound like a very... Well, if, someone who really knows what they're getting themselves into. If, they, if Andrew mm. Dice Clays believe that women these days have the right to be freakier in the bed than men, you know, and expect... A lot more for men than they have the right. Is he your patron yeah. saint now? Like, just... he's amazing. He'd make it quite an incredible like statuette. <laughs> yeah. You agree oh. though? In that jacket we oh, saw him yeah. in, like, I can't yeah, see something next to my John Cena <laughs> <laughs> figurine. He'd look awesome. <laughs> he's like uh, Rodney Rude crossed with uh, like Michael Jackson, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys have any questions of the week? Well, uh, no. Is that mistress chick recruiting? <laughs> <laughs> well, each week, we might have to skip it this week because we're running out of time, but each week everyone brings a question to ask everyone else. Any kind of question. It's usually an ethical dilemma. Ethical, ethical dilemma. dilemma. Tends to be. Tends mm, to tends be. Tends to be, yeah. Uh, for, an, for example, do you have one? That Border Hempler. Um, <gasps> we had one, that, the famous one, the famous one that gets us all the hits. Is, that gets us all the hits. <laughs> Um, we asked. Fred asked, uh, "Would you sleep with the Invisible Woman?" Why not? It would just be you... like being blind. Well, not well, just no, like being blind. See, this is how it starts. <laughs> Let's how not would you talk know about if she's that ugly? anymore. Okay. 
Um, so I thought we might finish with Do you have the one? internet. I, no, we've, we've kind well, of had one. You've asked if we've You guys wanted to talk about the fantasy genitalia, right? Yeah. It's fantasy genitalia. Well, that's why I wanted to talk about Well, I thought we'll use this as our Welcome to the Internet segment to end out the show. Um, do you, uh, I read, I was found this article on Vice about, um, it's called Enter the Dragon, and it's the intriguing, <laughs> the, dragon. the intriguing genitalia of fantasy creatures and the people who love them. Um, so it's basically about people who, this is like when creating right a character, they think out the genitalia, and then they, some people even mold them into shapes and their sizes. own genitalia. No, no, they no, create. Like, what does a hobbit vagina look yeah. like? Oh, oh, okay. I, I, thought you meant like, vagina. I thought you meant like body. Orc vagina. Like, I thought you meant they were doing. Okay. How do they reproduce? Yeah. Mm. Spores. But it's also I, the people who I really fantasize about perhaps being involved with this fantasy genitalia. I just think a hobbit's penis would have lots of hair down it like their feet do. So mm. it would be really gross. Hmm. That's a gross thought. <laughs> but what if it just tickled inside? Or what, and, and one hair at the end. Just one <laughs> The thing about I, I thought this would be a good hair. subject to do with girls on board because the thing is, with sex toys with men, we're always going for like what... Sex toys for men trying are to, hideous. Yeah, they're trying to go for the sort of a semi-realistic thing, like real dolls and stuff that... Let's try and recreate the vagina as possible. But you get these girls with these giant pink three-pronged... I was at a sex store on the weekend because my friends and I all got drunk and we found, um, we just go to the peep shows because we're drunk and we go, ah, and I think the girls can usually hear us and just go, oh, drunk chicks, yeah, you're so special, no one else has thought of doing this. But then we look at all the stuff and there's um, a, a pair of little rubber tits with a vagina in between it. <laughs> like that's how limited you guys have it with, mm. with like it's either a fake vagina a fake ass, mm. or a pair of tits with a vagina in between I the quite tits. like the fleshlights with a mouth mm. they're quite bizarre <laughs> oh the the it's ones with, and they have fangs if you're into vampires you can get ones with fangs isn't that like Is a guy's there? biggest fear having vagina dentatus they made an avatar fleshlight so you can have it just looks blue. Well, that's fantasy genitalia right there. Ugh. Yeah, it's yeah, blue. Well, so the it's blue, but it's got some exotic labia as well. What? I had a big problem with, like, just everyone was always. Um, doing... I think I haven't actually seen it. I've heard people describe it on podcasts because they sponsored a few podcasts. <laughs> Are you hoping we get sex toy sponsorship? Yes, please. Come on, I really want that tits with a vagina <laughs> in the middle. No, isn't WA have like one of the biggest sex? Entrepreneurs, I uh, used to it when. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, that was Bree. So do you ever, when you're creating oh, a character, yeah. What's his name? Do you mean the one that got um, divorced recently? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they funded the Adult Shop Erotic Art Prize that I was in back in 2009, <laughs> maybe. Just, this is finding nice. new things out about you. And did it have to be oh, erotically my. themed? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what was it? Um, it's on my website. I think. Oh, to your website. <laughs> Jeez. Who can be bothered looking at your So there's, there's actually a company called Bad Dragon, Bad Dragon uh, uh, and designs and manufactures fantasy adult toys in the most literal sense. Um, you know, giant sea monster cock, scaly dragon, <laughs> vagina, fleshlight. You know, giant oh sea monster. I'm just reading the article and trying to put some emotion. Uh, neon orca penises that ejaculate mock cum to name uh. a few. 
I mean, this is just the the picture, the first picture that comes up. There's apparently been a <gasps> bit of a. Oh my gosh! That, you know. So that's like, a, is that the whole doll, or do you just get the vagina? I think I think you get the vagina. picture of the the animal, and you can look at it. And the dragon, which would probably be reptilian, has breasts. Oh yeah, my I get gosh! It. But of course, that's I mean, you, you can. I'll put the link in the show notes. So you can read the whole. There's thing. There's um apparently been a minus surge in a subgenre in um, writing, which is monster erotica or monster porn, and just monsterotica. Um, monster. <laughs> I don't know if it's been like joined like that, but I'd have to. Some of the titles are monster erotica awesome. or eronster. It doesn't work. I as fuck well. the small monster or something. <laughs> <laughs> eronstica. Yes. Oh, that's just. Oh. Well, this was sort of going back to what we were talking about a while ago, Jules, with um with. You know this kind of outcry against, or some some kind of nerd subcultures uh, have kind of had this outcry against the kind of girlification of uh, vampires that has been going on <laughs> the last few decades of turning them from these fierce, terrifying stalkers of the night yeah. to to sexual sort of um, uh, romantic and rice. I reckon started and rice really like kicked that into high gear. But I'm, like, I think, and I said this, Bram Stoker, the way he wrote Dracula, mm. it wasn't. You know, a ferocious monster. It was mm. a. See, I just think when I think of Dracula, Keanu Reeves' heinous English accent. Oh, oh apparently this taboo monster erotica forced by the snow beast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Snow beast with his claimed icicle. by the Minotaur. It's a gay monster erotica. Wow! Um, they asked the creator of uh, the dildos at is it Bad Dragon. Um, do you wish dragons ex- existed so they could F you with their massive scaly dongs? And the answer was, I have an interest in dragons and fantasy creatures, but I would define what I'm sexually interested in as world building. The main thing about role-playing games like Dungeons and & Dragons and Mass Effect is that you take on the persona of your own and live vicariously through their alter ego's actions. You can create anything, a new world. I um, played so, Mass Effect. Does he want to have sex with a dragon? Well, if, you, if you're playing a, a, an elf... And you're f- and a character, and you're embodying the character, and then you're falling in love with a dwarf. You want to bang that dwarf. You you want yes. Okay. I've not played what were you saying? You played Mass Effect. Well, I played Mass Effect, and as a female, James is a massive ma- a mass Mass Effect. Fan. I start. I started a relationship with Garrus, who's an alien. Well, he's not. He's non-human, but he's a humanoid. And I did wonder, like you know, looking at his physicality does he have a penis? I don't know how he reproduces. How mm-hmm. can he have sex with my Commander Shepard? I know they were gonna. There's some witchy banter that goes on between them when they talk about how they're going to do it. But you but, don't see anything. Oh, well, maybe, maybe well, then take these guys and sort of go, what's going on? Did you on? ever wish you're so involved in the role of Shepard that you could um, consummate that relationship in real world with a <laughs> custom-designed sex toy? Well, if you did, uh, today is your lucky day. And when we get to the <laughs> world... <laughs> Once, obviously, we all chipped we've in, talked Jules. in the past. We've talked in the past. Like, what's the first thing going to happen when three D printing is like dominant? It's just going to be dildos, and it's like. Mass Effect. What if the Mass Effect game could just like when you get to that section and you 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 win over that character and you get to make love to him, it just sends a little data file to your three D printer and it prints out. A, <laughs> well, a and then dildo. I like that because well, the consummation scene is about 20 seconds long. It prints out a custom dildo just for that situation. And it's not the person, it's just a dildo. I can see more like it going towards like senses that will be on your body. It doesn't work like that. Have you okay? You've played Mass Effect. No, I haven't. Sorry, Campbell's making up. Oh, 
I know what it's about. No. Campbell's the sleaze who wants to know all this. I know. I know about it. I I thought you. I thought you. You played all the Mass Effect games. No. Well, I was brought here under false pretenses. I played Fable too, where I played a woman who evolved into an old. (laughs) What were you thinking was going to (laughs) happen? I was just curious. I'm sorry. Um, So that might have to wrap it up. Uh, Oh. Well, we haven't we haven't done the douche book yet. Natalie, do you want to finish off by reading a page from the Douche Journals, Volume One, the definitive account of one man, Senior Smith, with a foreword by Nick Miller. So do I just sort of open a random page and read a what is it? Pearl Dropper of Wisdom? Uh, this is from New Girl, the best new comedy on TV. Oh. Debatable. Oh. You weren't here when you had that conversation, were you? I just don't... I, I didn't get to argue with it because I was setting up. I just feel... Um, and my sister bought this for me for Christmas. All right, let's read out one. Okay. Um, what did you describe it as a pearl drop? Pearl drops of wisdom. Pearl That's drops. what I sarcastically describe things as. Pearl drops. Um, I wish there were more places I could play indoor beach volleyball. Location, couch, occasion, Sweet Peter Horton line, inside out, amount 19 US dollars. I don't know what that means. That was strange. That was not... A little um, surreal. What is that indoor beach volleyball? It's a perfectly valid sport. Indoor beach volleyball. Do you ever play outdoor indoor volleyball? No. I played indoor. It was it was good fun. But I sucked at it and got thrown off the team. <laughs> well, not thrown off. They just kind of started you meeting at other times away. of the week. And oh, didn't I'm not tell telling me. you. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. <laughs> I think um, we all share that pain. I just don't... Under- I'm not understanding this book. Well, much I've got some other segments, but I'll, I'll leave it for later. Um, if lovemaking is an international chain of stores, I am the flagship. That's it's not, not a bad funny. one. It's oh. not great, but uh, compared to what I just read out before, I wonder. It makes sense. It, it, I thought obviously he was only say, like, I'm the House of Pancakes or something. Like, isn't he going to liken himself to? I just can't believe they made this book. I saw that. I want the, the Barney Stinson one. I can understand. Like, I said, bought it to me knows because I'm like a mega New Girl fan. But but what? I'm just curious. Are they just Why? quotes from the show? Oh, I don't know. I don't know the show well enough to know. Um, so we might have to wrap it up. This has been the Fanging Around podcast. You can find us at fangingaround.com. Um. Go there. Go to the listener mail page. Send us an email. Uh, send us various messages. You can voice messages. Whatever you want to do. Um, Campbell, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on campbellwhite.com. I'm on Tumblr. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I don't pitch tents. Nat, Nat, do you want to give out your Twitter handle? I could not remember my Twitter. (laughs) If you, uh, like, I, 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 it's on. You're not on there, like following Jay Z and Beyonce. I was on there for a while, following Courtney Stodden's um, updates, and then it got just a bit boring. So I haven't been on there for a while. I'm a Facebook girl. Well, I imagine after the avalanche of hate mail, you will no doubt receive from your five (laughs) fans. And I won't be back next week, so it's pretty. Did we give it out? If, if they want to actually differentiate which girl they hate, um, I mentioned you because this is I was the voice like, oh my god, I'm doing this. No. I don't know if it's it meant to be pronounced <laughs> Erzatz Jules. E R S A T Z G. E R S A T Z J U L E S. You can go talk to her about Mass Effect. See what characters she's banging next. I'm just going to ask when we're going to Neanderthal Lamar's. 
because we're going to need some major breathing. Yeah, that even be like push, doing that whole alien thing. <laughs> yeah, those heads are pretty big. Um, but yeah, um, please write in, let us know, leave us a review on the iTunes store. We'd love that. Um, means a lot to us. And uh, we'll catch you next week. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.